0: This Week in League, Todd Greenberg shows he finally adds the minerals by slapping his pet with a 20k fine.
1: Jason Taylor suffers a mineral deficiency as Robbie tries to force him to eat D's minerals.
0: Paul Gallen becomes the latest victim of shitty
1: fucking parenting minerals. And we preview all of the action for the final round of the 2015
0: NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 204 of This Week in League, I'm mate.
1: And I'm Glenn, deliverer of Real Talk, nemesis of bib and brace wearing crayon wielding fuckheads.
0: Yeah, you don't even fucking know what he's got stored in store
1: oh. for you either. <laughs> I, can, I can handle his worst mate.
0: Mate, I tell you, the internet is a fucking strange place the last four or five days. Yeah, very Australia. strange, very, There's very little, strange. Little cunts fucking coming at me, I don't know if they're jealous that i got fucking original Golden Gate Time ice cream in my freezer. I'm sorry. Can I have some? Yeah, you can have some after. Remind me, oh, you can have some after. No, nah, look, can't we just? Oh, pause we can do it. We um, do, a, we'll do a break. We'll have a break after. Yeah, we will get to the news geez. and then can have some. Then you can do your. I'll tell you what. After the news, you can have some, and then you can do. You give a recap of your in the recaps. Yeah. Right. On. Right. Done. Easy. Um, welcome to all our new listeners. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Um, this week, we love you. We do. We do love you. What we don't love is these little fucking guppies fucking stepping up though. Like, admittedly, like I fucking threw the first fucking thing towards you know that fucking Josh bitch because it's just so fucking annoying like you can probably hear from my voice but I'm currently sicker than I've ever been I've been very I've had a very fortunate life I haven't broken bones I've been in the hospital one time my entire life for a concussion that I got making a tackling footy I've never stayed in hospital for any length of time like you know at, or at all overnight never never really been sick never had a major disease or anything like that but I tell you this fucking flu that I got on the weekend is the worst fucking cunt of a fucking flu
1: if you make me st- sick, I'm oh. going to get that fucking pink Stanley knife there. If I if I make you, gonna, you sick, you to cut out your
0: testicles. If I make you sick, then, to you. if I make you sick, there won't be a show next week because you won't be able to fucking get in the car and drive over. I haven't left I haven't left the house this week. I've I haven't been out of bed before 10 a.m. in the morning. Just absolutely debilitating. And yet at 10% all these little cunts are fucking try to come at me and still get fucking smacked away. So it just goes to show there's a fucking level. There's a level of greatness and it's great to have aspirations back it up Look, bitches. at the end of the day
1: people, a lot of people talk about oh, that dude. particular individual and complain and all the rest of it oh, i've never
0: interacted and, and he's not the only really fucking one. he's not the only one on the fucking weekend Sh- there were a couple of people that stepped well out of the fucking line the habitual line steppers and let me tell you just so sick got no time for it Oh, fucking, and and, then, you know, then they fucking, oh, you know, fucking Josh is like, oh, you don't don't know what I've been through in my life? No, I don't, cunt. So if what I say is going to fucking hurt you and make you contemplate your life, maybe you shouldn't have fucking said anything in the first place, cunt. Don't open that door. Simple. If you don't like what kicks in, don't open that door. Simple.
1: It's got to take more energy to fucking engage with people in that fashion than it does to just fucking...
0: Walk on. I was trying to... Walk on. I was trying to catch up on work, and it was actually keeping me awake. That's a, That was the... Something,
1: something, <laughs> something. Something, something. <laughs>
0: but no, like, I, I, yeah, when well, we were talking before the show, I mean, I've got, I've got business stuff coming up that, like, I'm not going to have fucking time for this nonsense. So, like, I will just fucking block these little cunts next time and try, to be, try and be the, the bigger person. But, I mean, I do extend... I mean, Josh, if you're listening to the show... I do extend the most cordial of invitations to come to El Loco on Grand Final day and meet the gang, and I mean I say that without any. I'm not threatening anything like that. It's just that he wanted to. He's, he's like he, he, he clearly said that I wouldn't have said that tweet, which was just like, "Hey Twitter, can you please delete Josh Robo's fucking account for me?" Because you know they you know on behalf of all of Twitter or something like that. Yes, I will read that tweet to you. I'll fucking print it out on a fucking A zero poster and fucking. Get a fucking professional sign writer to put it on the wall in a loco, and I'll read it to you, and then you can do what you fucking want, mate. Simple. I got no bad. I got no bad blood there. I just. I just want to show that I'll read it to him, and then you will do what he's got to do. Are you done? For now, for now, Glenn. For Are you now. You
1: done being a threatening person? Oh, i do not threatening. I, you're very I, threatening. You're very intimidating. You're very scary person. I've always said it. Yeah. Well, I find you very scary. You're like a twisty the clown. I just to remember the power th- of fucking any of that shit that stupid cunts post on my fucking Facebook wall.
0: <laughs> I just, I just remember. I mean, you know, you don't follow Hensley Gracie on Twitter, right? It's one of the Gracies. No, no, I don't. There was this time he's in New York City. He's got his his gyms in New York City. I want
1: I one of the Gracies to have a daughter and name her Gracie or Grace. That's just me
0: or Grace. Just yeah. Grace Gracie. Yeah.
1: Why
0: well, no. couldn't she be Gracie? Gracie Gracie. Well, it could be, but I mean, like, Gracie's more like a pet name, not an actual name. But Henzo, he was walking home from um, gym one night. or I think he'd gone out or something like that. He's, he was in, walking the streets of New York late at night.
1: You've told me this story before. It's
0: tremendous. He's fucking walking with these two guys. He says, And he's tweeting. He's got his phone out. And he's like, there's two guys following me. I'm just going to pretend I'm drunk and everything to see what's up. But they're fucking clearly following me. I mean, this is going to be a mugging. And so he's over the series of tweets. These guys do get to him. And eventually, he fucking calls them. Calls them on it. Beats one of them up. The other one runs away. Beat, chokes the one out unconscious then starts punching him in the eyes until he wakes up again and then chokes him out again and punches start punching him in the eyes you're he saying he's like doing like a panda giving him like black eyes anyway and he just kept doing that and then he called the cops and then then he drove around looking for the other guy and so i've, I've, I've always really fucking wanted to do that to somebody that's all i'm saying i just think it'd be funny because it gives you the time if you choke someone out the first time it gives you the time to pull your phone out and then you can start periscope up or whatever and then do it again for like a live audience they're kind of cool. <laughs> I'm just saying, that'd be fucking, that'd be kind of fun. Um, I just remember, Nathan, yes. I
1: remember back in the day, yeah. when we had a few set twos on Twitter, yeah. a few little ones. Back in like 2009.
0: Yeah. It was good times. Yeah, times. Exactly. 2009 you know was a golden fucking era, man. And It was a golden era.
1: It was fantastic. And we just kept going and going yeah. and going. And, and I don't ever laugh. And I don't and recall. Cried a and, times I don't and, ever,
0: and I don't ever recall going, Oh, you wouldn't fucking say that to my face. You bull- I wouldn't even say you bore bull- cunt because I wouldn't even know what you look like because I never met you. True. And,
1: and then,
0: you were like going, Oh, you would say it to my face. No, because you don't. Because internet banter is fucking hilarious and fun. But this fucking new generation want to take it to again, They want to take it to the streets. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And anyone that's met me that has
1: engaged with me via Twitter I could probably vouch for it. Yeah. I think how I am on Twitter is a fairly accurate representation of, of how I am in real life. Yeah,
0: pretty Would you much. you agree with that? In real life the only difference is in real life you're far more honest with um, your assessment of the West Tigers. Like last week or the well, week that's before. Very
1: no, and last now, week or the week before you got to go. all of a sudden, now we're going to have a face-to-face confrontation not yeah, a Twitter one, exactly, exactly, because you say stupid fucking things and it gets very <laughs> annoying and makes me want to punch you in the face. And now yeah. I can't say that you wouldn't say it to my face because you just
0: did. <laughs> just did.
1: <laughs> and here we are.
0: Like the only, the only the only thing different between me online and me and me in person is that, well, I don't know. You tend to wear pants in person. I tend to wear pants in person, and and, and also and yeah, and, and also. The thing in common is that I just fucking just I just keep it real and just say exactly what I mean. And so what happens when people really twist my words around and try and make say you're saying this? Oh like, no, what I said is what I'm saying is exactly what I just fucking said because I said it, and I, and I fucking and I fucking keep <laughs> so it real. That's profound. That's exactly. Profound. Exactly. So I mean, twist twist my words. Tell me you want to fucking take stuff to the streets. Fucking grow up, you little fucking Gen Y children. You never even had a fucking fight in your life, cunts. So why are you acting like you're going to fucking have a fight with somebody? For God's sake.
1: Motherfuckers, I'm from Ed's.
0: Oh, fuck. You've got four weeks till fucking grand final. Start training. Take, I used to take shit to, to, take to the streets cows. all
1: the time. Mainly my dinner. Because I used to have to hunt it there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. It's tiring. This week's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash This Week in League. They've got so many titles. There's so many to choose from. 150,000 plus titles to choose from, and there'll be a recommendation of one next week. And thank you again to everyone who's um gone down that route and uh, done the Audible trial. Uh, certainly more of you have done it than have actually tweeted say that, about
1: it. I think you're saying Audible trial. And it makes me think of you.
0: So you want to try... And, so, so what are you saying? You want to try an easy way to like an audible troll or something? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, fucking... Uh, let's go to the... Let's talk about football because we never talk about football until an hour into the show, apparently. Mr. Underscore Wars. Sam himself. This is not the last time you'll hear from me. You sent a fucking very long and disgusting email to me today. Not yesterday. Last night. Discussion point for this week in league. Why the fuck... Fk, hang we, on, is this the long and no? This is this, this, this is the no. This is just the tweet, right? Why the fuck do we not rule on forward passes? And then he said, you know, he's attached a picture and he said, refs should use a NFL technology to define the pass line. You've been line. saying it
1: for fucking years. You half. Well, it's
0: the same. You know, the same thing they use the swing with the you know the swimming pool. You know, for the, the placings and you know or how you know the progress is going and things like that. Um, I, I agree hundred percent. And the thing that shits me, I remember there was that Manly game in the middle of the season where. There was a pass. There was a pass thrown, and they were determining if a player had touched it on the way through. That the cutout player had touched it, mm-hmm. and if so, had it gone forward? And they determined that, that. And they were like, you know, we're checking if it goes backwards, that it's backwards. But what you're doing is looking for exactly the same thing as a forward pass. Exactly. You're ruling on the exact same thing as a forward pass, but because you're saying it's like not a pass, it's like a, a tip or like a you know, deflection or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's somehow different. Ridiculous. If you can do one, you can do the other. And yeah, with the, the NFL, I mean, remember they used to bring in all that straw man shit, talking about the, the, the physics behind it all and the direction the cunt's fucking, you know, where his hands are facing when he throws it. Look, I think it's a quite a simple equation. If the guy throws the ball there on the 10 meter and the guy catches it on the 10 meter, fantastic. You know, and I mean, I know the physics do travel, but you can tell, you can put a line, like a swimming pool line, or a grid line, a progress line as they're going, to keep the guy in line with the guy. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. So there, There's a way to account for that. Yeah. But it's it's the ones, like those ones I could probably cop. Yep. if you say, "Oh, focus it's safer on sides," you know, low. like you yeah. said,
0: you're looking across the field of the line. Yep. when the guy kicks it, that's when you just need to have a progressive line. It's the first the guy passes it, and you can see him lined up. It Doesn't matter where the other guys at the time of the pass because you could, you know, drop back if you had to, sort of thing, right? So it's not like an onside thing. Then he passes it, and you just roll the line forward with the guy. And then where's that guy? There is he behind that line at any stage? Is it when he catches the ball? Yes, it's good. Is he over the line? No, pull it back. Why is it that a bloke from AIDS yep. and a bloke sitting here
1: with no fucking pants on, exactly. sick as a motherfucker exactly. can come up with this genius plan, but these people on God knows how much amounts of money part of a fucking billion dollar organisation yep. just can't get it together.
0: You know what I think is the reason is is I think that if they Maybe actually put, if it. they actually put technology to check for the passes in there, you would lose a double digit percentage of magnificent tries from the game. The amount of ones they let through, the amount of times a try scored off a massive forward, not a massive forward pass, but like a good, you know, half a metre forward pass that the referees don't even talk about because he just cut five guys out, a spectacular fucking balloon pass over the top. They never mention it. They still go, what a great part.
1: And there is that element, You lose to, all like, lives. At the end of the day, if the pass was half a, you know, like if, if we're talking a foot. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Would it have made any fucking difference anyway? And, so, you know, there is that entertainment factor. They do it in the NBA. Sometimes, you know, a guy's on a breakaway fucking dunk. Sean Kemp used to be notorious for it. LeBron James cops a lot of flack now. Oh, for travels. travel. Yeah. Like, Sean Kemp, fuck's sake, that motherfucker, he'd take three, four steps at times. But the fact that he jumps over the roof and could <laughs> do a fucking quadruple somersault before slamming it down on some poor cunt's head, Yeah. that's entertaining, that shit. Don't call no foul on that. Don't call an infringement there. Don't pull up pro- the play. It's
0: probably entertaining as fuck when Mattia murley doing fucking bowls a cunt too. Yeah, look, motherfuckers doing it illegally, <laughs> but all it's I'm spectacular. Is, so let's
1: let it happen. All I'm saying is there's there's a certain element of leeway <laughs> given, and there's there's probably uh, you know that to be factored into the NRL as well as far as forward passes go and some other indiscretions, I guess. But that's not for me to decide. That's for the governing body.
0: That's it. But it. I just don't like the, I just don't like the people like Gus going. You can't rule on forward passes. You know, like as in saying it's like something that's not possible. Of course, it's possible. If the if Channel Nine can't get it done with their technology when they're showing the games, get someone decent like ESPN in there.
1: I fucking don't understand how we can have like in cricket. Yeah. You know, technology that follows a trajectory of a fucking cricket ball that's going at six billion miles a fucking hour yeah. and saying where that's going to hit, and what like trajectory... five
0: millimetres of it is going to hit the fucking yeah. inside of the... You know, outside of and off And everyone's plate. like, yeah, yeah.
1: that's, that's got to happen. Let's yeah. make... Let's get it done. Yeah. But a fucking line across a footy field... Sorry,
0: guys. Not and even, and even if it didn't catch them all, and even if it was just like you know, there was like a line ball sort of thing where they're going, yeah, no, nah, that's that's kind of you know, that's all, that's all right. It's these ones like the fucking one, you know, like where you'd see it clearly. They go, we can't rule on it. We've already fucking set it upstairs to look at though. I mean, yes, you look at the replay and it was ten meters forward, but we've gone past that point. And we didn't call it, so now we can't check on it. Those ones like that. I mean, it's just ludicrous that they can't fucking go. Well, obviously the card through that five metres forward or one metre forward. I mean, there are noticeable forward passes that everyone knows and there would be no dispute over it. But, yeah. No. I mean, just rule on obvious ones. Rule on obvious ones and you take out fucking 90% of the of the aggravation yeah. from fans probably. I mean, because when, when they're line ball, they just go, oh, it's line ball and everyone, and, and you know, the, the the fans of the team that did it go like, oh, you know, oh, that was that was flat. And, you know, and the other teams go, oh, that's forward. But the obvious ones... Pull them out of the game, but I think fans would be mostly happy. Mostly. No As
1: a West Tigers fan, you take the fucking horse shit, boardroom bullshit, and play a revolt and coaching horse, horse shit out of the fucking equation. Yeah. People fucking pitching about referees fucking just kills my rugby league soul. Oh. Just, it, like, I get it. I get it. it's frustrating. The fuck are you going to do about it? And if you're going to fucking nitpick... Every single fucking call. And, and, and this isn't in any way related to your fucking stash.
0: Related to... But, I'll, I'll relate something directly to my stash. How can you fucking complain about a referee indecision when you're down 22 fucking nil? And blame the loss on the fucking... Some bullshit. You fuck off.
1: My point is... It's just so fucking rampant. Yep. And it's probably more in your consciousness because of Twitter. Because oh, yeah. you, you scroll through and there's, you know, it's fucking hell. You just get bombarded and overwhelmed with the amount of people bitching about it. Yeah. Um But yeah, oh, just for fuck's sake, try being a West fucking Tigers fan for one minute. You <laughs> fucking selfish cunts. <laughs> you talking? You, you want, want mean, to sit here you and, and like you want you to got, fucking complain? You, act you like- want to complain about fucking, you know, a pass or or, or a fucking knock on that was. Try being a West fucking Tigers yeah,
0: fan. You fucking act like you got jerk border. You, you fucking have border in trouble and, sh- and shit like that. Fucking hell, you don't know what fucking border in trouble is.
1: Son. Border in trouble is <laughs> when it fucking stops your team making the finals year after year. That's border in trouble, Nathan. You don't fucking know. No, what no, no I don't know anything about. about
0: that. And, 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 continue, and we'll continue not to know anything about that. Stop no doubt being about it. Jerk, you uh, jerk. <laughs> I tell you, the thing, the, the thing lately is like when, when you're fucking sick though. Like I don't suffer fools anyway, but. That slight, like that slight little thing that makes you just go, "Nah, I'll hold my tongue." Just fucking removed yeah. <laughs> at the moment. Fucking die, uh, Ryan Finets. Surely the episode name for the pod this week is Hash Minerals. Now you've tweeted it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Cobra Burgers. Question for Tool Nation: What is the best YouTube channel where I can watch more comprehensive recaps of each game? That's an excellent question. I don't know if the NRL and Telstra, the digital partner, are really utilizing YouTube that much or that well, are they? For, um, for comprehensive recaps of each game, you're probably more interested. you're probably more likely just to go to the NRL website and you know, you can go into the, the video part of the website and you can watch highlights, first half, second half, you can do all that shit, right? You still you can still watch the 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 first half and second half and stuff, even though they've got the digital. I believe the, so. Yeah, you can do it for free still, right? Yeah, yes, I wasn't was. sure if it was just a digital passing or not. So you know, that's that's probably better because I mean, like the recap, the 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 highlights package is usually pretty good. And I mean, they showed the flow of the game and all the points that are scored and, and that kind of thing. So you know, there's not really much more that you know you really want to see. Um, best YouTube channel. <laughs> Go to the YouTube channel for this week in league. Fucking two tremendous videos there. Absolute internet breakers, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> just two, but they're both fucking internet breakers. For real. Uh, oh, Super Grover four. <laughs> I love it when you two bi- bitches pull each other's hair. Hash old married couple. I, yes. didn't, I didn't reply to that, but I've got no fucking idea about what he was talking about. Could have been any time, I guess.
1: Good luck pulling my hair.
0: <sighs> yeah, exactly. Fuck's sake. Well, I mean, you're like a fucking... It's like fucking Harry and the Hendersons down down south.
1: Well, that's true. I guess if you're talking about there.
0: Up on top, it's Lex Luthor on top and fucking Sasquatch down below. Wow.
1: Well. I can't deny it, Nathan. I can't deny it. You grab a couple of fistfuls down there.
0: Uh, one-eyed tiger. Outstanding hash tigers in decline episode. I found myself pissing myself laughing at the WT rabble and camping toilet analogy very cathartic. If we can save one person from putting Your their job. fist through the wall Our or you know, jumping off an overpass, then the job is done. <laughs> <laughs> league underscore fan 81 said listening to this app, nearly ran off the road when Nate went all jewels on Timmy's mum crying with laughter and she did tweet us too and she said I can't remember what she said I think she took an umbrage to me saying bitch be cool or something like that not realising that Timmy's mum yeah yeah. Oh. not realising not that it's a, it was a movie reference I mean clearly she's a referential retard much as you are when it comes to movies although you have seen Pulp Fiction that's though why, so I mean you've got that's all why out. she's
1: such a big fan of mine <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, stop, please stop ringing me Mrs. McIntyre yeah the biggest tiger coming a pest
0: Nate showing more respect to Farrah than the board on this week in League Nate Nate for fuck's sake and uh, <laughs> that was the second attempt of that I think he I think he had like Nat the first time and, yeah. and Andy Sieg picked him up on it so then he's <laughs> then he's redone yeah, it <laughs> the Twitter police doesn't matter uh Sam the Warden you guys fucking nailed the Farrah drama Nate, especially on the salary cap excuse. And that excuse has only become more clear mm. this week, you know, with Benji sort of breaking down Absolutely. The, the way they did a backloading thing, similar to like, you know, Gifty and, and Chalk and those guys did, Brett Stewart and Matt and those guys did in the, the um, 2008 era, you know, manly squad. Um, Corey Davis, 03, you guys have got it wrong. Jason Taylor said Robbie Farrell will be playing with reserve grade players. So Brooks and Moses. Who said that? Corey Davis. Zero three 3 on Twitter. <laughs> need a beater. It was interesting hearing Lauren's league questions on the pod. We need a this week in NFL to know what we're watching when Hayne plays. Hash c Jeez. Look, if someone asked me to do that three years ago, I probably would have done it. But now I could not even be tempted to start another podcast, to be perfectly honest. I, no, I've already got time for that. Uh, Ryan Finance again. If I was ever the kind of guy to feel sorry for myself, all I'd need to do to feel better is listen to Glenn on This Week in League rounds 20 to 26 every year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's so true. Because <laughs> I just, I trot out the factual <laughs> stuff about how we're going to win the comp. And then <laughs> rounds 21 or so, it
0: becomes... Usually, usually you can keep it going till pretty much twenty six. This year, however, you did pull the plug a couple of weeks early. Yeah,
1: it was just getting beyond a joke. That's just
0: cumulative effect of years of yeah. years of bullshit. It's just
1: getting beyond a joke.
0: <laughs> but is what's more heartbreaking though this year, or Lottie fucking dropping it in two thousand and eleven, or the hundred minute thing with fucking Liam and the set. Oh,
1: as much as like the last several years, well, two thousand twelve through till present day, yeah. uh, have have just been. F- Fucking woeful, yeah. Because every year I've, I've just miserable slog, just yeah, just horrible. Because yeah. every year I'm like, oh we'll, well, we've got it together. Last year was a fucking abomination.
0: Came good at the end though, and got promised it together for the future. Got it together. Yeah.
1: On our way to an, an undefeated season, I've been I've been calling it. This is the year. It doesn't <laughs> happen. But those two years were, uh first two years of the podcast when we made the finals, yeah. I think I was closer to death then, than I am than I have been not making the finals. So he's like checking out like early the Canberra like, game, yeah. the hundred minute game, the Warriors game. Like I was
0: all three, and I then you had the Dragons deep, game. You lost two place. by a field goal.
1: Yeah, but that was okay because fucking well, other than the fact that I thought we had it, but yeah. the Dragons were clearly the best team that yeah. year.
0: And that Forget that, that, that hundred minute game. I mean, you had that too. You were up like fourteen nothing, weren't you?
1: It was yeah, it was about that. Yeah. Gareth Ellis got denied fucking four times in ten minutes. Yeah, and then we had a, yeah, and one of those was when Benji threw a punch at Mitchell Pearce. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but that hundred minute game, well, I physically threw up after that game. Yeah. Um, the Canberra game, me and a bruiser. Um, like I, I was, I was the fucking wreck. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors game, I went to a very, very deep, dark place. And everyone was kicking me, which is unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I don't know. Obviously, obviously, you want to make the finals because I, I, you know, I believe that the West Tigers have the best team in the competition and have done um, since the year (laughs) two thousand. Don't
0: want to show it for it really. No, look. Sometimes Nathan, you have to look a bit
1: deeper than results. (laughs) and I don't think you've got that type of deep analysis in you mate the, the, yeah, you, can't, you, know, you
0: can't rule on finals appearances the premiership wins <laughs> you got to look deeper than that
1: you've got to be more analytical about things Nathan when you're looking for an undefeated premier that hasn't won the premiership you've got to look very deep you've to find something analyse. to grasp on you've got to be under the influence of certain substances <laughs>
0: Okie D well, This is this is, uh, this is is uh actually great Okie so, uh, D Finals As a neutral observer Not sure how to deal with this Could you get Glenn to cover this Would welcome his expert advice
1: Well first thing I'd get you to do Is j- climb up onto a fucking stool So you can see the TV um, Maybe get your brother to turn the TV on for you Because the remote control would be too big For your tiny little fucking hands <laughs> And, um, just sit there and shut the fuck up and watch and enjoy.
0: My advice at first the West is West Tigers
1: to... charging through the final series.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's not going to happen this in, year, though. In the, in the 20s. Yeah, we're going to win the 20s and the fucking Reggies this year. It's amazing. It's Who, mainly? Season. Yeah. Please. We've, we've never fucking qualified those. I can't remember the last time we qualified those. those years. But, yeah, what I would do, I would, I would start off with a similar advice, even though I can't... I'm coming from a position of not really knowing what it's like to miss the finals. But, um... First thing I would do is I'd uh, get your brother to put you up on the chair and then fucking slap the piss out of you for even fucking thinking for one second that your team's not going to make the finals, you shit fan. Um been saying it all year. <laughs> How no. much
1: of a shit fan that bloke <laughs> oh, is. Just
0: the worst. My God, fucking put on a St. George jersey and go and fucking find someone with a black tooth to fucking hook up with.
1: Mate, his brother hogged chromosomes like Corey Norman hogs the ball. He's like hogging chromosomes like Corey Norman to the power of fucking Josh Dugan, for ball hogging. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd call him, I, I, if I can remember what Danny DeVito's name was in Twins, that's what I'd call him. I remember Arnold was called Julius, but I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I think you know, we get the point. Andy Seggs is Julius, you're know the other one. <laughs> Michael Darren, 79, and a nice real talk on Hayne. Experts, in quotes, say he won't do this. Does it. Okay, but he can't do this. Does it again. Oh, but wait until he does it. Uh, Mick the Perm. I like how he's changed his name just quietly.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I don't have a perm, I don't know where uh, it comes from well, now, Mick the, the fucking
0: perm. And I've and I've messaged him after he's put his jersey order in and I'm like going oh, fucking you you're gonna put this perm on there, right? And he's like, No. Oh, God. I, I guess I'll go fuck myself then. Uh I've this I've never <laughs> been more disappointed in someone than I am in Mick the perm. Yeah, and now he's changed his Twitter handle to the perm. Mick the perm. Um, he's finally he's finally embraced his true self.
1: Well it's it's obvious.
0: Exactly
1: It's exactly. just obvious It's out there It has been The whole time
0: He's uh, put the first He's put the first offer On the table to, For airport pickup. This year Has he really? Yeah Messaged me yesterday or the day four Were
1: well, you all going to Fit in a fucking smart car?
0: Has he got a smart car Has he? Yeah Is that because he's got Is, it, is it, it's a perm Or is it just what Oh it's what perm I mean, He's a fucking or?
1: hipster He lives in Bondi yeah, Drives true. a smart car Has his fucking yeah. hair in rollers Or is he going to show up With his, his slippers on we gonna His hair how, in how, rollers how, And a how we gonna,
0: gown How are we going to fit on his Vespa <laughs> uh, Benny two seven just finished episode two hundred three of this week in league. Great fucking real talk on Hane haters. The man is killing it, no matter who's in front of him. Yes, sir. Bernard JKD love the Hane talk. Just so long as I don't have to watch the gigantically overrated drivel that is Gridiron. Zzz. Yeah. Each to their own.
1: Each to their own. I mean, at the end of the day, there's an Australian over there killing it. Um, if if you're not happy about that, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, if you don't like the sport, don't watch it, I guess. That's fine. It's... But... It's... It, oh,
0: and those Bernard, people are fine. Bernard likes... He likes... Those people
1: are 100% fine.
0: Bernard likes rugby league, clearly. It, but he, I remember he, he had a crack about, you know, about the hurling and everything as well. So I don't know if he's like a gypsy or something. I don't know what, what sports he likes. Like... <laughs> other than rugby league. A gypsy? Wow. <laughs> I fucking hate Parkies. <laughs> now, I'm... Special K. What the fuck was that Haynes song? My ears just caught AIDS.
1: <laughs> Look, your ears have just caught up with the
0: rest I of ma- I, wasn't, I wasn't a massive fan of it either, but got a bunch of other people going, oh, that Haynes song was fucking amazing. I so, thought, yeah, it was, it was all right.
1: Yeah, but... blame, it on the, blame it on the song as the reason you got AIDS.
0: <laughs> <Fucking laughs> the ears caught AIDS. Uh, YB203. Fully support your views on Jared Hayne. I hate Parra, but fully behind him in the NFL. Hope it rains dollars on him for having a go. And I saw through the wiki there's a potential... Like sponsorship of twelve million dollars a year. That's fantastic. So that's what you call. Uh, he invested about a million dollars on himself, and uh, that's what you call uh, return on investment, <laughs> right there. If it uh, should come to pass, Mitch the Geo. This is the fucking greatest tweet of the week, in my opinion. Flights booked, forty ers ticket purchased, round one, all to see Jared Hain live the dream, Sydney to San Fran. I
1: fucking love it. I
0: Lo- fucking love it. And I, I, and I, I
1: wish. Envious. I, I wish I was. I, I wish
0: I was a single man. I could yeah. just do that shit too, because that's that's incredible, and um, very, I'm very fucking envious. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Ryan Finance, let's do, this week in league, does Hawaii, crowdfund that shit, all Hall of Fame listeners can go, <laughs> at their own expense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're flying first class. We could have taken all you guys, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. you know if you can,
1: there's coke and hookers up
0: here. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, D, you can come, you can fit in the bag <laughs> the rest of you. <laughs> He can be our hood ornament. <laughs> um, okay, and then Saguna tweeted this through the week. And, I mean, just stop me if if you've heard this before, because I was sure... I've heard this before. I I was sure that this... Saguna said it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was sure that this is something that's kind of like this year. But he said, hey, fellas, this morning on Triple n i they talked about how you got supporting your NRL team. So, Tool Nation, how did it happen for you? I just feel like that happened within, like, you know, the last month. But some people came back and said... uh Paul Mack underscore 78 said I grew up in Hornsby so I followed the Bears grieved for a while or grieved for a bit flirted with Souths and the New Zealand Warriors but moved to the Gold Coast in zero nine. 9 so now a Titan fair enough I suppose you could have chosen Manly I mean out of respect for vanquishing the Bears but you know well. Melstar 001 said I used to be a tomboy you'd never know it now so I just chose a blue team and it was the Mighty Sharkies sorry to hear that <coughs> if your parents had to put Dolly in her hand you know she might have a uh, Avoided that, you know, lack of premiership winning. <laughs> Mad Dog underscore no space. I was born in December 1987. Broncos came into the comp in 88. Destiny. Shit fan, really. Wasn't it the first game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, look. <laughs> I just, I mean, he's the sham we are fucking self-absorbed motherfuckers,
0: that guy. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, let me fucking double pinch this fucking thing like that bigger. Saguna. Hey fellas and people of Twill Nation, I would like to thank all who wish me a very happy 30th birthday today. Whether it was on Twitter or Facebook, especially with the bukkake overload of emojis that was used, led by the good men in Nate and Glenn. What a great caring and loving family I have in you guys and co. You wow, guys and he, co.
1: he interpreted that as Did you
0: see what I said? It was just like, I just packed it with as many birthday and like celebration yeah. cake emojis. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I, I did the same. I also... His wife posted something lovely.
0: Oh, did you reply on that one?
1: Yeah. Did she can do better? Just say, she can do better, yeah. <laughs>
0: What'd she say? Did she come back? She
1: didn't reply. I think she's like, who's this guy? Yeah. Why is he hijacking my fucking <laughs> loving Facebook post? From my fucking he's, in, he's, in, he's
0: injected something into my brain I can't stop thinking about now. Maybe he's right. Yeah. What if he's right? Who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> For those haters... She wakes
1: up every morning <laughs> and says like,
0: you know, that guy's fucking got a point. <laughs> For those haters, especially that someone who I shall not name, Tall Hayden... Who thought my birthday was a made-up Saguna story. <laughs> Number one, a big fuck you to you, sir. Number two, you, my friend, can join the Sharks fan base and eat a bag of dicks or go masturbate yourself to death. If you need any help in doing so, speak to Special K online for some good, wise advice. P.S. Same goes for Chapo. LOL. You really went off the rails there. <laughs> That's like a paragraph, somewhat. It
1: becomes illegible. I just...
0: Positive. I wanted... No emojis. Well None.
1: There wasn't any characters left because he rambled on so long. I just, I find it interesting if he's going to be at the meetup. Yep. Which, if, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: he piked last year. Yeah, said did. something about honeymoon, but I don't believe it. Yeah, Saguna story. I don't, I don't believe it for a second. Saguna story is being as I'm not they even are.
1: convinced he's married. <laughs> considering his so called wife is saying nice things about him. <laughs> um, look, if he's at the meetup, I, A, I'm keen to see if he's, he's as annoying in real life as he is electronically. Well, he can't
0: um, take the emojis out and he's probably lovely.
1: What if he, like, acts out every emoji?
0: Like his face, he's just like oh, I nice.
1: know <laughs> <laughs> hand signal fucking cake. What do you do? That takes a lot of energy. He turns up with a do big do suitcase that?
0: like carrot top or something <laughs> with all these fucking emoji props to use. <laughs> Fuck,
1: that's gotta be painful. Yeah. Even more painful in real life. I didn't even think it was possible.
0: Don't get any ideas, Sagina. All right. You please, please come come to our logo by all means. I mean sure everyone would like to meet you, but I mean Leave the carrot top fucking bag of accessories <laughs> at home.
1: <laughs> it's gonna—he'll show up with that, and then uh, much like uh, the Valentes, and well, more so the the McIntyre brothers showed up with the the fucking Mario the Mario and
0: Luigi's, and, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was that was well done.
0: The Valentes just showed up with the Midori, which uh, yeah put you to sleep in the cab on the way to the grand final.
1: True, true.
0: Um, it was what they put in the Midori that was more the problem. Okay, so email. We don't get a lot of emails, but this time we got one from uh, Mr. Wars, aka Sam, previous uh, yeah one or two time guest host of the show. Strap yourselves in. Well, I've been pondering this for quite some time. It's been bothering me. Like when you don't wipe it off down there and a little bit of poo gets the skin irritated and sometimes you may get some pus build up. That's kind of like what my head is like with all these <laughs> thoughts.
1: Are you going to continue rooting
0: this rubbish? It, it cleans, uh, I just need to clean the little nugget of Brisbane Broncos related poo out of my mind bum. That way I can feel better, a little less itchy, and my finger won't smell as much. So here goes. I was an Anthony Griffin fan, a big one. He coached those boys from 20s all the way through and he was the bloke that signed the MILF and gave Hunt his seven spot. I understand that no matter who you are, you make way for Wayne Bennett, but even without Wayne, this team was destined for great things. We were slash are a young team. We grew together and under hook, I really believe we would have won a premiership in the next few years, no doubt in my mind. The team was getting better and better. Wayne has put all that on steroids, but Griffin doesn't get the props he deserved. To all the haters, go eat a bag of Glenn's tasty mini cheese covered dicks. Hook deserves a top grade, spot, top grade spot coaching more than a lot of the other cunts out there. But that's not my major, ma- major talking point. This is: the Broncos will not win the comp in 2015. Wayne has brought in a new style of defence to the team. No longer are we up and in. We hold our line and wait for defenders to commit. It's working and I fucking love it. But it also means as a result we do let teams march up the field very easily. As we hold off, our line slightly backtracks. It's hard to break around or through us, but the yards are there if you simply want to go forward. As a fan, it's hard to sit through and frankly no one wants to see their team defend repeat sets no matter how good the defence is. I drink a lot more now. It's causing tension with the woman in the house that cooks for me. (laughs) I have sex with her (laughs) less too. All definitely football related. Versus most teams, I think we can hold them out. Big teams are a little harder, but as we're more of a mobile pack, there's a big danger in playing the dogs and also the roosters. I truly believe we can beat these teams come the back half of games due to our sprightliness, But as the stats show, we don't—we can't chase points. We score first, we generally win. Other way around, not so good. Our attack is built on confidence, and we simply can't afford to get our heads down early by conceding points. This is a knock-on defence to our—a knock-on effect to our defence too. Ben Hunt is great, but he's also not kicking us out of a tough situation either. The roosters—they fucking scare me. I'm actually physically scared of Kane Evans, and I have dreams about him doing things to me and me needing to wear a women's sanitary pad for a week after. He's a monster, (laughs) and they have these types of guys across the park and on the bench. The Broncos this year without Maguire have a shit forward rotation. We lose so much with the Sam Blair Parker off the field. Our other options are shit, frankly. We can't compete versus the Roosters here and can only hope we don't concede points when they're off the field. Big weakness. We're, uh, we're a young enough team to have a good five or six years of dominant football ahead of us. We'll win a premiership or two in this time if we can keep people fit and healthy. Of that, I have no doubt. But can we win the 2015 premiership? No, I think we're just a little bit off. Another year, maybe. I'd be happy to be surprised, though. The Roosters are losing some key players next year. We may be a good shot with them out of the equation. I'm putting a small fortune on the Warriors to finish top four. I know that. But the Broncos' premiers in 2016? That, I'll be putting my house on. So there I said it. We're just a little underdone. Here's to another decade of awesome. It's just starting in 2016. Right. I remember he tweeted me probably a month ago when he's like I bought tickets to the grand final and I'm going down to El loco and you're going to fucking watch Broncos win the grand final and Okay. Back it up. Back it up.
1: <laughs> he didn't say they wouldn't make the grand final. No, he
0: said they'd win it. He said he uh, we, oh, uh, then, he said we yeah. we no no, he said we he said uh, about a month ago that you know you're going to have to fucking sit there and watch them win the grand final, you know, cuz you know this year they're going to be winning. But uh Now he's backtracking on that, so I'm not sure, you know, who hurt you, Sam. But, uh, stop being a shit fan. Believe your team can win this year, like the rest of us do.
1: Hey, I still believe the Tigers can win the comp this year. Where the fuck are you at, son? (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, Last week, and I think the week before, one of two of you complained about Stitcher not updating. We don't have any control over them, what they do, so I emailed their support and told them they fucked up, and they came back to me the next day and said they'd fixed it. So, if future reps aren't uh, up on Stitcher like uh, at usual the time you would expect you know kind of like 1am in the morning uh, on a on a Wednesday or Thursday morning um, get back to me and let me know because you, you know they basically just take our feed which obviously works because it's on iTunes and stuff so uh, you know they're just fucking up uh, Run TMB still available Run DCE 1XL shirt is left and um, the Twill Nation print had a little bit of a run on those through the week which is fantastic thank you everyone who got on board with those um you know our very own Twilgenfeld. Uh, he's back in the mix. Had a great one, a great one for Saguna the other day. Catching up on episodes with his uh, with his weekly strips. Uh, but he's done that great print um, featuring a, a lot of the in jokes and and uh, and characters from the, the first 200 episodes of this show. And uh, of course, many of you are actually characterised or on you know on that print in some way. So get on board and uh, get it from RespectTheShooter.co. And uh, yeah, we'll get it out to you. Pretty soon, I think, because we're, I mean, we're almost at a stage where we can place the order. Um, lastly, the Eat, Sleep, Hunt, Milf, Repeat shirt, there was a bit of run on, I can't imagine why, but there was a run on those over the weekend. Um, they're all getting very close to the the, the pre-order stage, so uh, given the fact that you know, the players named on the shirt are actually the ones that fucking beast mode last week, maybe you Broncos fans who haven't got on that shirt can uh, get along and uh, get on board. And that's it.
1: Sam ordered one of them?
0: I uh, don't think so. He's the
1: fucking shittest of shit fans.
0: Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't even think his own team's going to win this year. Well, it's true. News! First story. Canterbury coach Des Hasler has been issued with a $20,000 fine by the NRL for comments made about referees in his side's 2018 win over Newcastle. Half of the penalty stems from a suspended $10,000 fine handed down after a round one loss to Penrith, where he also went off at officials. Despite claiming a thrilling win... The coach took aim at the whistleblowers in the post-match press conference, particularly over their policing of the 10-meter rule. Uh, Yet I'm pretty disappointed in some of the interpretation of the rules. I didn't know the game had gone back to five meters. I think I might send Todd Greenberg a breach notice. In fact, I will. I want to send him a breach notice for misrepresentation. It was pretty obvious Newcastle's intent getting off their line. You had a couple of times there where the referee could have done something about it, but was just out of his depth, the poor fella. So yeah. Condescending I, I, motherfucker. I didn't actually see yeah, I didn't actually see the press conference. That so was quite funny when I read about it. Yeah. Hazle was the first coach to be slapped with a suspended ten thousand dollar fight after the governing body banned coaches criticizing referees at the start of the season. Uh, he accepted the first breach notice before later saying he would begin referring to referees as Voldemorts. It's my, its about understanding the policy of he whose name you cannot mention. So let's call him Voldemort. As listened at the time, paragraph thirty-one, subclause two says that, that says that comment on means you can't say anything nice about them. You can't say anything positive about them. You can't say anything about the Voldemort's. This is what they think is pragmatic and reasonable. If you're an advocate for free speech, then it's not too good. He also copped a five thousand dollar fine for failing to adhere to media guidelines in June. So they got seven days to respond. Otherwise, it's another twenty. <laughs>
1: I, I don't necessarily agree with the fact that you can't comment on—I mean, even positively. What if you thought the referee had a fantastic game?
0: What? Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you—if you—if you said something positive about the referees, then they wouldn't do anything to you. But according to the the, the rules, the wording of the rule, you can't comment on them at all. So, theory—that's what, what he's saying. Theoretically, you know, you should be fine for being positive to them as well. So. Uh,
1: look. I'm surprised that, you know, I guess he doesn't mind fucking pushing the boundary. So if anyone was going to cop a fine eventually, yeah. it's probably going to be Des Hasler. Um, I'm sure Todd Greenberg did everything in his power to make to, to try and uh, uh, stop that occurring cause, yeah. uh, and and having his little pet um, copping a, a $20,000 slap on the wrist. But um, the fact remains that some of the things going on by way of the referees every weekend and it's been happening all season it's been happening for a number of years um just unacceptable in in professional sport and it just doesn't seem to get any better
0: the real you know the, the real issue here is that we're a week away from finals and desi's just putting it on the table that he wants a bigger 10 meters for the canterbury games that's his go. and that's and what he's going to get because that's what he that's does his go and that's how he does
1: He's done that his entire career, and and manly have reaped the
0: benefits of that in the past. And is it worth is it worth um is it, is it worth you know twenty thousand dollars to, to win a grand final, final you, yeah. Yeah, or, or a grand final?
1: Yeah, or a
0: grand final? Absolutely. I don't think any club would uh, would begrudge that. They'd pay it on their behalf. Um, Paul Gallen. This Gallant situation has kind of been topsy turvy through the week, but it came out initially that there was a father who. Uh, wrote into the media and said that Paul Gallon basically was surly and said, you know, oh, fuck this, you know, he's you know, swearing to chew in front of children and everything like that. Um, club denied it, Gallan denied it. Uh Gallon said, Look, I don't remember that specific situation, but you know, there wasn't any swearing at any kids that I was signing for that night. Um it was funny seeing like everyone just jumped on like of course, you know, if someone's gonna swear to kids and fucking you know, it's, it's gonna be of course it's gallon, fucking grub cut, blah blah blah. Mm. Then the club come out there like, oh, uh, huh, Nothing, we don't know, anything. nothing happened, I mean, we even security there, they said nothing happened, and then you go, you see on Facebook, I don't know if they've been taken down now, but, um, I mean, the guy's Facebook page was open to everyone, and you could see, he's got like pictures of the kids with players, and they're like, oh, we had a fucking top night, you know, like, it was amazing. No mention Plus, of it. No mention of any negatives or anything like that. So I just wonder what the fuck. Hey, it. mate, don't sniff on the podcast, oh, no, people don't terrible, like it? it. I have to wait till the breaking story so I can <laughs> fucking grab a tissue.
1: Real Jedi is going to be all over you.
0: Oh, I tell you. I'm trying to like do it once every fucking now and then. Not like every fucking minute. Just like make I it do. happen, mate. Just do what you got to do. Please can <laughs> comments on get comments on going. <laughs> I actually think I think that maybe this one might be beat up.
1: It it definitely sounds like a beat up. Yeah. Um oh, on the field, it's a bit like Michael Ennis. Excuse me. Um a bit like Michael Ennis on the field. Absolute fucking
0: Germ, germ of the fucking Absolutely. highest magnitude, and
1: and and I respect the fact that he, he does try and gain a competitive advantage um, through any means possible, uh, some more uh, a little bit question, more questionable than others, but off the field, I, I find Paul Gallen to be, I find him to be fairly you know pretty pretty well represented in the media as far as gives him gives a good account of himself
0: yep. in the media. I mean, he snotted by Ryan that time, but. My Mad Monday So that was
1: awesome too it <laughs> has got to be good Michael Ennis is One of the most Articulate blokes Yeah In um, insightful commentary Yep um, and, and you just wonder What the fuck He takes before a game <laughs> just, Well that's the thing He's good like with the his gab eyes roll back In his head and
0: He's good with the gab And he's good with the, You know It works both ways Yeah You know it means That he can come up With the right thing To say at the right time To get under someone's skin Sure And um
1: Fuck I'd be a good sledger Oh
0: yeah. This is the thing, this guy's... The problem, the, I'd, I'd be bad, I'd be one of the ones in the media where people would be like, that guy's a fucking cunt. He is a germ. Because I'd, I would go to the thing that I know would just crush the fucking spirit of like... You know, I'd take it too far, I'd be Nick Curios, and I'd just be straight into like... <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I, can't, I won't say on the show, but I know some things that I know I would fucking say in the heat of battle. Yeah. It's just to people. And, I, and it's like the worst thing you could say to that player. And they would fucking die mentally, like they'd, they'd be gone for the game. But it would come out... And I would just be the fucking villain. Like, the and worst.
1: And you, you would relish that role.
0: I probably would too. But, yeah.
1: Um, the fact that... Th- the biggest thing that I took out of it, whether whether Gallant did it or not, and I'm, I'm... Given the rest of the story, and you piece it all together and take the media horse shit out of it... Yeah. You, you probably get the feeling that, that Old Mate isn't... A particularly fantastic parent, given that yeah. he thought thought it was okay for his child, as his own story says, yeah. for his child to write something about Paul Gallen being a dickhead yeah. Yeah. on a card and, yeah. and going up into his face and handing it to him. Yeah,
0: is that really
1: what? What's his kids' his kids about? Uh, Jackson's age? Yeah, maybe a little bit older or something.
0: Yeah, about that from the pictures they look about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a touch older. There's if, about those two. There's at least there's like two or three of them. Though. So I mean, yeah, they're all like yeah, small. Jackson.
1: He would never even dream of uttering those words, let no. alone writing it on a card in my presence yeah. with my fucking blessing. Yeah. And handing it to a football player.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. funny, we hear a song, um, like there might be a song like a song on the radio where they, you know, they keep like swearing, they sort of just you know, mute a fraction of the word to try mm. and take the swear out. And like some someone's got the word like shit or something, and you'll go, I just heard the worst swear word mm. you can ever say. And he goes, I'm just going to spell it, S H I T. i know if you think that's the worst way of it. <laughs> To think you haven't I'm, spent
1: enough time around Dad. Which, which,
0: which just goes to show that the children are never awake when I'm recording this show, <laughs> exactly. and, um, and I've I'm, and they're never I can listening really, when you're in the car. <laughs> and, well, no, I, no, no, what I want to do in the car now, for the road raging purposes, I will just throw out like, just random objects, like I'll call people donkeys or you know potatoes or something like that, and so now, so now, like my three year old. She gets, She's getting creative on the road rage stuff. If someone's driving too slow in front of us for her liking, if it's a traffic jam or something, it doesn't matter if there's a reason for it or not. If someone is in front of us and she perceives that we're going slower than she'd like to be going to where we're going, should we like uh, Should we like tell the tell tell this wee wee donkey to hurry up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy, Daddy, yes darling. Goes, that guy, that that car in front of us is a donkey poo. <laughs> it's like, oh, hilarious. <laughs> so she's making up her own little. Uh,
1: yeah, but uh, given the guy's Facebook uh, account of the evening um, and the fact that he thought it was okay for his kid to to call a football player a dickhead and then go and hand it to a, yep. a you know, just begging for a reaction at the end of the day.
0: And uh, why should he fucking wear it too? I mean, like, I know you can't swear in front of kids, obviously, but don't expect him to be delighted to fucking receive something. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if he's just short or surly or something like that, what did you fucking expect? Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't be telling and, kids to fuck and, off or anything. you know, you know? Look, I, I believe...
1: I don't believe that he would have been swearing in the presence of children. You know, like... Yeah. Whilst they were there getting things signed.
0: Yep. But...
1: Would it... You know, is it so wrong? Like, if Paul Gallen was having a bit of a fucking shit day? Yeah. You know, what if... What if you know, I think um, Ben Dunn is probably the most intelligent thing that fucking dope has ever fucking tweeted. <laughs>
0: I'm compliments.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said, you know, what, what happens, he's got you know young family, what if his missus is on the phone, come home, and the kids are fucking carrying on like pork chops, you know, I need your help, do this, and he's got media commitments. He's, what if he was just having a shit day? Yeah. And he wasn't quite as welcoming as what you might have hoped he would be. Does that mean you know? Would you would you hand him a fucking card that says you're a dickhead? No, just what are you what are you hoping to get out of that situation? Yeah, like and what does that say about your fucking parenting skills? It says fucking some pretty poor stuff.
0: And the thing is that people people can have shit days, and they can be you know they they, they can be surly or short or something because because of that shit day. And this is why it's always I I, I don't buy I don't stand by this hundred percent all the time, but I, I, you know but I don't meet your heroes because it, it can always end in fucking crushing disappointment.
1: I cop a lot of flack, and, and every time I mention Cannon Crows, everyone's like, mm-hmm. everyone's got something negative to say about it. But I've always worried if I was ever to go and do like a meet and greet or, or whatever at a concert, and, yeah. and the unlikely event that Adam, Adam Duritz would come out. yeah, he's He's got so many fucking personality... I won't say disorders but traits that aren't necessarily socially fantastic yep I, I just I'm I'm hesitant because I, I don't like that guy's a fucking genius to me yeah you know and I don't want to meet the guy and walk away and go Ugh. Because every time I put one of their fucking songs on, which happens every week, you think about it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this guy's a fucking cockhead. I
0: <laughs> was well, like, I rewind back to 2003, um, and I was uh, I really like disturbed about around about then. It was about 2003, and they came out and played a show, and they were playing at the Waterloo at the at the big you know arena out the back of the Waterloo, and um, and I had the a friend. Fuck
1: is the Waterloo?
0: The Waterloo Hotel, like in the valley. And then they've got, like, it's got the pub, and then it's got the other half, which has got, like, just, like, a big like, barn with a stage, you know. And, um, just, like, in Newstead, just across from near Emporium. And, um, and I play in there, and um, a friend of mine at the time um was, he was roading for him in, in for the Brisbane stuff, and he's like, look, they're going to be there doing their fucking soundcheck and everything at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on this Friday, you know, whatever it is. And he said, I'll give you a call when they're there and everything. I was like, fucking cool. So I went down there with a mate, Who was in the band I was in at the time, and I had fucking tons of stuff like CDs and shit like that. And then, and the guitarist was you know luckily he was a guy who I idolised because I I, I play guitar. He was fucking totally he was awesome fucking signing stuff, just shooting the breeze. The um, same for the bass player who's not there anymore, but the bass player they had at the time, the original one, he was just like the coolest fucking guy. The singer and the drummer. Like they they did sign the stuff, but they were just like they were cunts, like fucking. There was literally like half a dozen people there, maybe, and they were just like cunts, like fucking. You wouldn't believe, and you're just thinking like, you know, just In what way? Like what just, just just like they were doing it under complete duress, and mm. like you know, oh, you know, like fucking poor me, like you know, like yeah, oh, like what they probably said, like you know, like you know, oh, who's got time for this shit, sort of, you know, that sort yeah, of thing, yeah. you know, like they were kind of like they weren't they weren't unpolite. But they were like, yeah, you know, the j- yeah,
1: vibe yeah, They they weren't real keen on it.
0: And given the situation, like it wasn't like there was a fucking crushing throng of like you know fucking yeah, five hundred people there people or anything like. Yeah, exactly. There was like there was like four people I think, and, and including me and my mate and then some other random guy um and his mate that you know caught wind and rocked up as well. And um and it's it didn't turn me off completely, but I mean I must admit like you know, once that guitar- once that bass player got sacked out of the band, I was kind of that's when I was like you know he was a fucking cool dude like yeah. Mm. And it's a, uh, you know, 10 years later, don't even listen to him. So, yeah, got to be careful when you meet your idols and uh, and this wasn't even a fucking idol because this guy was a Sharky, uh, sorry, a Tigers fan, I think. The, I the father. So, you know, he was just trolling galling, and going and it sounds like he didn't even, you know, the, the truth of the story is he probably didn't get what he was looking for, yeah. but he wanted it to, you know, that's the claim he's making so whatever. Um a little bit on the uh the old uh Robbie Farris situation. Benji's piped up and said that the West Tigers' decision to axe Robbie is probably due to his abrasive personality and not the salary cap. Um, Benji said that uh, he's a very bad loser and a very emotional person when it comes to defeats. After games, I think he lets it get the better of him sometimes. They talk about salary cap being a reason why, but in my opinion, it's got nothing to do with it. It's more a personal battle between him and JT. Benji went on to say that uh, Farah was not everyone's cup of tea and sometimes difficult to get along with because of his outspoken nature. Um, but he defended him. And said that uh, he was like that because, you know, he loved the club and given his all for the club. And he said in 2012, at the Tigers' request, he and Robbie both took pay cuts when the club realised they were set to breach the salary cap. So Marshall sliced 80 grand off his salary, while Farah agreed to a $200,000 reduction. They did it on the proviso that those amounts would be added onto their salaries in the final years at the club. Uh, Marshall said Farah deserved to be treated better and expected him to dig his heels in a fight for the spot next season. So, uh, we both took pay cuts. In 2012, the club came to us and said they were going to be X amount over the cap. In 2012, I think I took an $80,000 pay cut, and Robbie took $200,000 pay cut for two years in a row. When I agreed to a five-year deal after that year, that was going to be back-ended and added onto my contract. Same thing happened with Robbie. Everyone looks at Farah's price tag and sees $950,000 and said, well, he's not worth nine hundred and fifty. Well, really, it's seven hundred fifty and two hundred. he took off three or four years ago to keep the club afloat. That's how much the club needs me. the bloke, and that's how much it meant to me. We're willing to give up our money to keep the club under the cap.
1: It, it changes my perception to a certain extent as to how Benji exited the club.
0: We still exited though. Like I mean, I don't. Like I don't
1: agree with the, the whole the video in the uh, in the Blues Super Rugby jersey. I think that was probably a, a bad move. Yeah. Um. Some things that have gone on at the West Tigers and continue to go on behind the scenes and, and via various board uh, boardroom people, um, administration types around the club that leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> and. I don't think Robbie is free from blame by any stretch of the imagination. Um I think he does. He does feel that he 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 wields a, a a huge amount of power in the club and he's testing the waters there. Yep. And the club has to a certain extent gone well fuck it's time to put a stop to this.
0: Well, the, testing the waters though too. I mean like the motherfucker has, like, a processing plant now. I mean, he was testing the waters, you know, probably four years ago. Now, oh,
1: now. but, you know, we're talking a new board. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. a new coach. Everything yeah. at the club is changed. Yeah. You know, um, and maybe he's, you know, deciding this is... I still wield the stick around here. The club was like, like, fuck, you do? And then all of a sudden, things are happening day by day that are making it a little bit clear that maybe the club... Needs to be very careful as to as to how it handles the situation, because um, we're starting to talk about sponsors getting involved, sponsors mm-hmm. um, being unhappy with with the situation as it's been handled, and honestly, I hope that they they both Robbie and JT are man enough and and adult enough, mature enough, professional enough to to be able to navigate this. And maybe Robbie has, next year at the club, Charrington, you know, plays extended minutes. Yeah. Robbie's still there. You get the benefit. It, he gets a nice send-off.
0: Gets to have his Leichhardt farewell. Yeah. And, and fucks off the leads with Keefe. Well, yeah. To play and, with, like, with Keefy. In yeah, the League, referring. he
1: finishes his career as a Tiger. You know, that happens. We win the Premiership next year. He goes out a hero. This is a blip on the radar.
0: The problem is, I think Robbie has his professionalism, certainly in his dealing with the media. He's a very professional way about him. Same can't be said.
1: I think he's manipulative.
0: Yeah, but same can't be said for Jason Taylor. No. He is the absolute fucking worst. I mean, we spoke about the press conference last week where he was just like... Look, the club's made the decision.
1: He he was obviously gagged by the club. Yeah, but he I don't think he handled the the subsequent...
0: He lacked the the creativity to know what to answer and what to say and what not to say. So instead, people were asking questions about other stuff, but then he would... Everything was... The club has has made a decision and uh, they're going to stand by that decision and uh, that's all we have to say about that and then he repeats that a hundred times in, in just mm. the most awkward fucking horrible interview ever. Then, the post-match press conference was magnificent. One of the greatest I've seen. The best post-match press conferences are like the the one... Uh, Manly versus Broncos when Wayne Bennett was doing his, his press conference in Gosford when Manly started doing the team song and like just deafening behind Wayne Bennett when he was trying to answer questions that was great but this one was next level where you had Jason Taylor trying to say stuff without saying it and Robbie was just being like oh yeah Chatty yeah you because know, he just won by fifty and he's like Jatty. he's like happy language yeah he got me into the match he got me into the yeah, match you know and, and, and Jason's just like no eye contact and they're just like oh it was fuck it was delightful for
1: for, for an outsider was probably delightful I was just oh, I tell like you, just what does he say, say about our club what um, does he say about our club they haven't got an infinite <laughs> amount of time to navigate it either because if we go into a, an off season and, and a pre-season rather with this still hanging over yep. we'll, we'll fuck next
0: season as well yeah the, the West Tigers have to actually come to a decision about. Well, to put it this way Robbie's not going anywhere The West Tigers have to come to it. They have to make a decision that yes, it's 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 part of the NRL laws that you have to pick a team based on merit. So they can't actually even you know they can't say they're going to put him in reserve grade and play him there regardless. So because you know he would fucking carve ridges up like he would be just a fucking superstar. But um, what they need to do. He's a fucking representative player. Yeah, and Laurie's like and Laurie's you know they're saying that he's Laurie's favourite player. And And what does that say about? The West Tigers. That just undermines Jason just, Taylor as well, where he's going. I'm going to pick him for Origin from if fucking. If Paul Gallen
1: gets hurt, which is yeah. beyond the realms of possibility.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Game one Origin next year. Gallen's hurt. Robbie Farrow gets picked out of reserve grade as captain uh-huh. of New South Wales. Yeah. G- give me a
0: fucking break. That's like some vintage. That's like some vintage old school Origin selection shit, right? Like <laughs> they do that. But yeah, to save face, the West Tigers are going to have to re- acknowledge the situation. So look this is what's going to happen because it gives it gives Robbie a year to find somewhere else to go the problem is if they had have actually dropped the hammer when they were first thinking about it weeks and weeks and weeks ago then it
1: they, they were talking about it three weeks ago behind closed doors yeah no
0: they, but they, they were they were thinking Robbie said he picked it up you know a long time ago because he was you know that he could tell that you know like Taylor wasn't you know talking to him or you know, anything so he, he knew it was coming if they had have actually just made their decision decisively in the middle of the year given him half a year to find somewhere he could go to another NRL club Mm. He probably would have wound up at South like I was saying, but doing it like the week before the end of the year, the clubs haven't got you know clubs have pretty much finalized their rosters i mean there would have to be some bloodletting and like you know hatcheting of rosters to try to keep you know fit a guy with that kind of you know salary you know requirements in, so just they're going to have to come to a decision and go yeah, we're going to do twenty twenty sixteen uh you know I've signed a deal with with Leeds for example. From, you know, for 2017, 2018. You know, Like Art Farewell is like round 24 because we've got our fucking draw. And then round 24, and, you know, it's going to be a big fucking thing, build up for weeks and weeks, and, you know, happy days. Because I think if Jason Taylor, mean people dig their t- dig their heels in, I think if Jason Taylor digs his heels in, if they both, sorry, if they both dig their heels in, I think Taylor's going to lose. It just feels like the sentiment's turning in terms of, like, not, not necessarily fans. I think Robbie's playing it. Pretty well. Yeah, I think it's not. It's not necessarily fans because at the, the, at the end of the day, they matter, but they forget too. Fans have got pretty short memories. If Cherrington scores a fucking hat trick in the first game next year, well, then no
1: one's know. no one's got anything bad to say about Cherrington.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so I think the fans will forget if they. But, but I think if they both dig their heels in over this, I think that JT's the one that's going to lose because Robbie does have, does seem to have an ability to manipulate, you know, in uh, the corridors of power at the club, and- sponsors, things like that that actually can affect the club in a big way.
1: And there's a lot to be said about Robbie's influence over the playing group, and there were some rumblings coming out from behind the scenes, you know, via the, you know, supposedly via the the club uh, and the board and and the coaching staff that, that Robbie didn't have the support of the playing group and that he was an outsider within the group. And, you know, Tedesco broke the club's, Gag order and yeah. come out and fucking full yeah, support. We fucking Robbie. love him. And the way they played, yeah. yeah, it just makes you it makes you think that it took. And this is hard for for me to say, but it took the threat of Robbie Farah being sacked from the club
0: to make them all pull their finger out.
1: To for for the players to go, oh well, fuck Robbie's very influential here. We, we want to play for Robbie. Well, he's your fucking captain
0: we can't and have the best them. player in the fucking club. We can't have them talking about, you know, acting like, you know, it's, his, you, it's his fault. Like, as know. a
1: professional, Robbie, why don't you do that every week? Mm-hmm. Why don't you play like that every week? And is it really that you're being hamstrung by the coaching staff that badly that you have to come out and play
0: your footy? Well, they didn't play Jason Taylor footy, did
1: they? I don't feel they did.
0: It was, a complete, it was a complete. And that's. That, oh, again, I don't know if it, it was shows... P- it shows. I don't know if he took the shackles off them and said, fucking, you know, go nuts. Or if they're that's like, not what Robbie said. Or if they're like, fucking, we're going to play. We Let's play, you know, the West Tigers. We'll score more points in them game. You know, like we'll have a shootout. But their defence actually, they're playing against a team mm-hmm. with that Johnson that had no points in them, you know? Like. Yeah. So. You know. I
1: don't know. It's, there's still lots, much to be played out there, but I just—the biggest thing I've taken out of that performance on the weekend—and I know we'll recap the game. But if if it is a, a playing group that's you know staunchly behind their skipper and and best player, then I, I just don't get where that has been.
0: Might be a fucking talisman for the next season, though.
1: Whether whether. It really is Taylor, and the structures and everything he's putting in trying to put in place do not even in the slightest suit the playing yeah. roster, yeah, which is which is a bad sign, yeah.
0: Um, but when you look at the capability, why, but, why wouldn't you coach to what you fucking got though? Well, you know that's, I mean?
1: that's what coaches are supposed to do, Nathan.
0: Well, why come with your preconceived notion of like you, I'm gonna say so what you want to-
1: about Wayne Bennett. He took that dragon sword and and got him over the hump because he played to their fucking strengths. Yep. And and I read an, an article saying exactly that. Instead of instead of playing to Jamie, you know, covering up Jamie Soward's weaknesses, Wade Bennett played to his strengths. Yep. And he got the best out of Jamie Soward. Yep. And he gets the best out of plenty of players because he does exactly that. Yep. Sheen's is you know, Sheen's wasn't too bad at covering up Benji's weaknesses by <laughs> having him defend on the wing full time, <laughs> but he also said this guy's a fucking—he's fucking lightning in a bottle.
0: Do what you fucking—you know—if you see it in front of you, he's door. untouchable.
1: Yeah, and and he's got a, a vision that you, know, you don't get every day of the week. Yeah, let's let's let him run with that. Put him alongside a halfback that is structured and and can play—you know—an expansive game, but also has a really nice controlling kicking game and and is well organised you know fucking it all it all came together that's that's what coaches are supposed to do yep. you don't come from the roosters in my opinion and if taylor's it, he hasn't had enough time for me to say this categorically but you can't come from the roosters with their roster and implement every last thing to the letter that the roosters do and yep. expect the same result because you don't have the same players you don't have the same style of players we don't have the same forward pack that the roosters have. Yeah. We have different halves, you know, different yeah. style halves to what the roosters have. We don't have the centres that the roosters have. Yep. Look, it's... Fuck me. You can't... You can't do it. No. Nope. Um, so, again, there's much to be said and much to be played out in this situation, um, but they need to be very careful how they handle it.
0: They do. Now, the other story that kind of flared up and died all in the course of the week, but I thought it was interesting to talk about, is uh, Michael Maguire and South. An article came out earlier in the week saying that the Newcastle job had become a race between Michael Maguire and Nathan Brown, two-horse race, and the decision was going to hinge on whether Maguire was prepared to walk away from the last two years of his contract with South, saying that he privately has been contemplating the possibility of quitting the Rabbitohs for the challenge of taking on the Knights job after being approached more than three weeks ago by Newcastle board member John Quayle. Knight's players spoke openly about the rumours linking Maguire to the club after Saturday's night to the loss Saturday night's loss to the Bulldogs. But CEO Matt Gidley appeared to rule out any chance of it happening because of Maguire's contractual type to the bunnies. And so they were like this is the thing, it's like a it's a, like a concocted article almost where Newcastle saying, No, he's contracted, we're not doing anything. No one to talk about it. And Maguire, you know, then he had to come out and say, Look, he had to reaffirm to his players I'm not going anywhere, had to commit to Souths. That he wasn't going anywhere And um, And Nick Pappas The chairman of South He said that he would You know he had two years On his contract And uh, And he put the talk to bed
1: Strange one Uh,
0: When when there's smoke I mean in my opinion Where there's smoke There's you know The the talks were had How far they got I'm not sure
1: No one believed No one would have dreamed That Wayne Bennett Would ever have left the Broncos And then that rooster story Came out Yeah then all of a sudden, he's gone to the Dragons. Then all of a sudden, he's not at the Dragons anymore. He's gone to the Knights. Then he's gone back to Brisbane. Those stories, everyone was like, that's horse shit. Straight up. Every time. No way. Not going anywhere. Then you realise, oh, there was an element of truth there. Yeah. Um. Even in the, you know, the the one to the roosters, the deal fell through because the media got slips. Yeah. Um, yep. So, like you say, where there's smoke, there's fire. I just... I think keeping South um, at the peak of their powers is enough of a challenge. You don't want to be taken on Newcastle. Fuck hell.
0: Well, then then the talk from there progressed that maybe the reason why South are in the toilet this year, I mean, they're not in the toilet, but, you know, they've suffered some heavy losses that they certainly didn't suffer last year, and they're nothing like the club. They were nothing like the side they were last year, especially at this end of the season. Um, Is because he has such an intense style that he can actually, like, burn up. A club like burn up players and like you know eventually become, you know like hit 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 an ex, expiration date for his like usefulness as a coach to that club, and like it's sort of like a short uh, you know a short sharp like intense time, and like players can't you know they can't continue on for years and years and so yeah I what, what's so intense about it. The training, I, 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 I don't know I don't know. That's well, just they, all I to they, say yeah, what I made. would think.
1: that the If that being the case, Melbourne Storm wouldn't wouldn't have had the extended success that they've had in the and. Um, would have had a much higher Rate of player turnover Yeah
0: but we base that on what Bellamy in the box We see him fucking cracking the shits And stuff like that right You don't see You don't see Madge doing that So this is the thing it's like, It seems like it's a more Behind the closed doors thing You don't know what happens Or how he runs it But I mean For it to come out It must be it must be true He must have some You know Intense fucking style But um mm. You know Would the Knights nice respond to that I don't know he doesn't seem like a rebuilding guy. You need a school teacher in there, like Brian Smith, to rebuild the club again, again and then fuck off, you know? Because <laughs> Brian Smith didn't get the chance to completely rebuild them <laughs> before he got fucked off last time. But um, just lastly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> a player in the state, in the E S L has um. Well, first I heard the rumours last week saying that he he uh, he he'd slept with a teammate's partner or wife. Today, someone tweeted us. I'm sorry, I, I didn't write down who it was. I apologise. Said, um, asked, ask me who was the guy in the, in ESL who knocked up a teammate's missus. Oof! So, it's very you know, large-thighed gentleman outside backs, former Eastern Suburbs Roosters player and Canberra Raiders. <laughs> Canberra Raiders.
1: He uh, thighs of a horse, hands of a horse. Maybe he's hung like a horse.
0: Maybe, but wow. Apparently he's been stood down, none of the players want to play with him, so that leads me to speculate that it's true. Not the necessarily knocked up part, but certainly the, the, yeah, the player A with, you, you know, the player C's, play there's where, there's fire,
1: Jesus, where there's a fucking embryo, there's lots of fire.
0: <laughs> where there's a team that's absolutely turned on and guy, like, we're not going to play with that cunt, then that's, that's to me, that's 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 a fucking blazing <laughs> inferno. It's, in <laughs> it's
1: some fucking lava <laughs>
0: so what a shit cunt you are unbelievable um yeah <laughs> this fucking horsey man <laughs> oh and finally fuck I just remembered I didn't write this down but fucking did you see the tweet about um fuck I can't believe I didn't put it on here the tweet about uh, the game between a friendly in quotes Serbia, played and, Serbia and Ireland mm. in Serbia holy fucking shit so the story there is um the game had four simmons already so it was it was not friendly at any stage it was spiteful as fuck right Island up 24-16 ball goes loose Serbia I don't know if they're on the attack or whatever but the ball comes loose Island guy picks it up and he's off down the touchline presumably to score another try you know from this broken play down the touchline on the way to his tri- on the way to the try line, Serbian trainer fucking punches him <laughs> as he's oh, streaking down the sideline fucking decks him and I saw the video after. I didn't see the video of that happening but I saw the video of the aftermath and there was an Island guy that was on the ground the entire fucking time like, from start to finish. But just then, laid him out. But then, it's just on. Players in everywhere. And the part that I saw was, like, when it was on. Players converging the sideline, punching. Three Serbian guys are on. One Irish guy. He drops eventually. And the guy starts kicking him in his head. Oh. Like, <laughs> these fucking Slavs don't play, man. Fucking bikes <laughs> and Slavs. Unfucking believable And eventually, it breaks up. And, game's called off at that point because the Irish team's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to stand for this fucking shit. We're up eight points. That's the final scoreline. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> well, that's a friendly. I'd hate to see whether they're playing like a fucking test match with Big Bickies on the line.
1: I want to see him in a World Cup final.
0: Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, you need to have like a, a second tier World Cup or something. Because that's the only way they're going to meet each other in a final. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, unless they play Australia, new Zealand and just fucking obliterate... You just do a, you just do a fan of... I'm, I'm Matautia as he's
0: streaking down the sideline. <laughs> you, you just... you, just, you just, What you do is you just... You just set it up and you're like, oh, okay, there's one spot left in the next World Cup for an emerging side. <laughs> Serbia versus Ireland, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you do it in like PNG, like one of those style stadiums where they got the barbed wire and everything. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, could you, <laughs> you imagine? Go. One team leaves, one... T- two, two teams team, enter, one, one team leaves. One team leaves, yeah. <laughs> Rugby league beyond Thumbamme. <laughs> OK Twill Nation Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a th- free 30 day trial. Give you a chance to check out their service. If you like it, keep on rolling. And if you don't, cancel the account any time. Now this time, um, I thought I'd do a Father's Day recommendation because got Father's Day coming up this weekend. It's a sensational time for dads. I it's one of those things you don't you don't realize that you've got it that it's that it's there for the taking before you have kids. But then you're like, you get your birthday? Your Christmas And your Father's Day is like another birthday. (laughs) It's
1: fucking fucking, fucking tremendous. I I fucking love Father's Day.
0: It's the best. I fucking love Father's Day too. And um,
1: it also always falls on the weekend or thereabouts of Jackson's birthday. Yeah, his birthday's on Saturday. Father's Day's on Sunday.
0: Party weekend. So
1: (laughs) going away for the weekend down the coast and uh, spending the day at Dreamworld on Saturday, and then probably a nice breakfast or something somewhere on Father's
0: Day. Good times. So, Father's Day, a book by uh, Jim Gaffigan, stand-up comedian. You may have seen him on Conan and shows like that. Go the fuck to sleep? It's called uh, (laughs) Dad is Fat. (laughs) Right. uh, In Dad is Fat, stand-up comedian Jim Gaffigan, who's best known for his legendary riffs on Hot Pockets, Bacon, Manatees and McDonald's, expresses all the joys and horrors of life with five young children. Um, Everything from cousins, aka celebrities for little kids, to toddlers' communication skills. Um... And to the eating habits of four-year-olds, such as there's no difference between a four-year-old eating a taco and throwing a taco on the floor. Uh, So, that is an unabridged five hours and 26 minutes of goodness. And uh, one for the dads out there who no doubt will uh, get a lot of laughs and a lot of head nodding like, yes, that's exactly (laughs) exactly the shit that fucking annoys me. So, to download your free audio book today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash this week in league. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash this week in league. I'm trying to denunciate it perfectly so it doesn't sound like audible trial. <laughs> <laughs> Recaps. Firstly, before we get into the round of action, you've just polished off a tub of
1: <laughs> Fuck
0: off, original mate. Golden Gate ice cream.
1: There was less than half a cup of ice cream in there.
0: There was like a metric cup at least. It was not two hundred and fifty mil cup. for the sure shit. For sure. So um, but it was fantastic. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? You fan of the Daytime on a stick?
1: You're damn right I am. I don't mind the ice cream
0: either. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. but <laughs> You know what what I thought of when I ate it? Spuds. What? Spuds? Spuds. Yeah, she's... Because you know what? She wasn't eating any golden gate on ice cream tonight. No. And she Her shots right out. And she was lording that shit over me when, they... <laughs> when she had the stock and I didn't. Oh my God, that she lord it over me. But uh, yeah, Spuds. Now, uh, shoes on the other foot. And then my freeze. I, I got a whole other fucking tub of original in the fridge, in the freezer. Some chocolate left over, but chocolate's kind of like the fucking poor stepchild of golden gay time ice cream. It's not I went
1: I went to, um, I was getting some stuff from Cole's last Friday night, and we're having a bit of a movie night, so I got, you know, Maltesers and M&Ms and all that yep. sort of stuff. And uh, I was like, you know what? I need some of that gay time ice cream. Empty. Went there. <laughs> Fuck me. Empty, a, comp- a big except, empty fucking cabinet. the, the mint and the chocolate. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Not for my first experience. I'm not going to buy mint or chocolate. The mint
0: one might be okay, though.
1: No, but it's it's not gay time. Yeah, yeah. Y- y- well, you have that after
0: you have... This is the one. thing that I see. I seen that there's a chocolate one and a strawberry one and a mint one, and I'm like, what the fuck is this pretender bullshit? But today, in this day and age, they do have like chocolate ones and stuff on the stick. I didn't know that. Back in the day, you had the original one, like the toffee one, and then there was cappuccino gay time. I wish they would do the tub of cappuccino gay time because that would be the absolute fucking all-time greatest ice cream ever made. But um, I'm waiting right. for them to do that. But they don't do the cappuccino ones on the stick anymore, so they're pandering to these shitty people who like strawberry and chocolate ones, which are far, vastly inferior. But uh, yeah, that original one, if you get it, if you see it in the store, just fucking buy that shit. I got a deep freeze so I can stock up when they got it. Nice. Because you never know you may be greeted by a massive empty fucking hole in the freezer when you go there. Nine times out of ten, that's what happens. But uh, on that one time when you're lucky enough and they've just put it there, then you can get it and uh, fucking get around it. It's magnificent. Uh, it's worth whatever exorbitant prices they try and get you to pay. Round 25 of the 2015 National Rugby League Telstra Premiership. The Brisbane Broncos, 47, defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 12, at Allianz on uh, the Thursday night football in front of fucking nobody. And the Broncos, 47, came from a double to Carhu. Hat-trick to Ben Hunt. Double to Milford. Uh, Corey Oates also with a try in there. Milford uh, grabbed himself a field goal. Carhu, perfect from the boot, two from two. Corey Parker, five of six. Defeat the Rabbits. Try to Grevesmule and uh, Isaac Luke. Reynolds, two from two. (laughs)
1: Look, I think the Broncos (sighs) where the way they started the game and and certainly the first 40 minutes uh they played everything fell in their favor they had the mightest touch everything that they touched yep. um came off and they played some fantastic football at the same time and i think they were, they were just brilliant they played brilliant unstoppable footy um and they just everything they just seemed to be going in a million miles an hour and Souths were in fucking rewind Yep. <laughs> Um I think the fact that the Broncos have been running first for a large portion of the season and and Milford has only just now played the type of eighty minute performance he was turning out at Canberra quite often makes the makes the Broncos a pretty scary finals proposition, um, especially considering they're probably gonna have a home final. Or or two. Is this is week two a home final as well? Week two. If they win week one
0: Week two is home region So for the Broncos it, it, it would, it, Well be, the, the Broncos yeah. If they win they'll, go, they'll get a week off So it doesn't matter Okay um, So but But if they were to If they were to um, Yeah I mean teams like Brisbane Like home region goes uh, Like if the Cowboys Are in that position Cowboys Brisbane in that position Brisbane And um and it's either ANZ or Allianz For a Sydney side Or if it was Melbourne In a position Then obviously they get you know, Amy down there as well but um, mm. for some teams, it's great, like Broncos and Cowboys. It actually works out to be their home ground. Mm. But for other clubs, like Sydney-based clubs, it's home region. So it's um,
1: South yeah. made. South had some horrible misses um, defensively, but Broncos can only really play uh, what's in front of them, and and they dispatched the Rabbitohs very, very comfortably. And with these, and they they looked very impressive in doing so. Um, Milford would just play the lights out. Off, super impressive I'm a huge fan of Anthony Milford um, and have been his whole career to be honest all his games at Canberra um, and he's been a bit of a slow burn at Brisbane he's he's just been plying his trade but in just uh, in recent times he's, he's starting to assert himself on games and, and having a real impact and this one he was fucking if I was a North Queensland Cowboys Digi he would have had spiders on him <laughs> so a bit of a worrying loss for South I think um, they'll they're going to have to handle slow starts better than than that if they if they're to go back to back. Oh, I think they're a long, long shot to go back to back. Um, and and I never thought I would say that at the start of the season. I thought there's no one's going to fucking stop this. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, Burg- and like Sam- first, like the first Sam- month
0: of sort of stuff, yeah. they
1: just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Burgess was gone. That looked like they hadn't missed a beat. George yeah. stepped up. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's happened? What's happened to the the hands of the Burgess twins?
0: Mate, without their brother to kick their asses in the in the line, they're just fucking. They're just not the. There's something clearly amiss. Two players in the
1: same team. Yep. Drop more ball, like straight up dummy half one off the ruck Drop the ball. Yep. And then, like post collision, hit the ground, knock it on. Knock it on. Just you know, a sly little knock on.
0: Thomas is fucking mad for that.
1: It's the most infuriating thing as as a fan, and the Tigers look. The Tigers have had their share of those types of plays over the last several seasons, but it's so fucking frustrating. Like they must have hands as big as fucking dinner plates.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, as big as 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 a a baseball
0: mitt. Except a baseball (laughs) mitt. If baseball used the rugby league ball as the ball, exactly. You know, proportionate
1: to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is it they can't hold on to it,
0: mate? It's like that they fucking changed their name by polling off season from Burgess to like fucking Cuthbertson. <laughs> it was. <laughs>
1: it it just astounds me that they would have massive hands. They're massive yeah. men. Yeah,
0: yeah. The fuck is wrong with them? Drills on fucking passing. Just fucking drill, boys. Your fucking hands are shit. You need to do something. It's.
1: I just I, it it just happens far too often to be a coincidence or bad luck <laughs> for my mind. Um, but yeah, great performance from the Broncos. seattle has got some work to do. It's not it's not beyond them. They've been there and they've done it before. And that experience last season will hold them in good stead. But they're gonna have to be a whole lot better than they were in this game.
0: Their last month has been so fucking bad. I just I I think I'm prepared to put a line through them Oof, for the season. Couple of teams. I think
1: that's a big call. I think they will lift um, come finals time. But based on that, they've, they've got a, a, a huge lift in them to
0: Nine teams in the mix at the moment. <laughs> I'm prepared to put a line through three at this stage.
1: Manly, South and who?
0: Cowboys, Souths, St. George. Wow. Only three sides at this stage I'm prepared to say cannot win the Premiership. But we'll go on.
1: I noticed you didn't say the West Tigers. So we're on the same page there, pal.
0: I did say I did say there were nine nine sides, and uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly the West Tigers wouldn't have been one of those nine sides. <laughs> I mean, if they were there, of course I'd have them top of my list. They'd be fucking, they'd, you know, they'd be very hard to stop. But they're not. Jim <laughs> Bear pig, fuck me, dead Souths. Who are you playing at fullback next? And motherfucking Paul carriage? you stupid cunts. <laughs> uh, Eddie N said, "We just humbled the defending premiers with our kryptonite dick." Hash, eat, sleep, hunt, milk, repeat. Why the kryptonite dick? Because I said a Superman, Superman jersey, jersey, of course. And what was the this, relevance
1: of the Superman jerseys, given that yeah, movie came what? out fucking two years ago? They're
0: kind of like, we got a superhero too. We got a superhero jersey too. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. If someone can, like, if someone can tell us why, why that game, all is because I didn't, I didn't catch it. I didn't hear fucking any of the old senile dudes talking about it on the radio on the T V. So. Shane Aaron Elvis, South fucking humbled again, yet no signs of humility. As a fan, absolutely disgusted and disappointed. Wow. Mitch the Geo, so much for South Sydney channeling that superhero jersey, they were beaten worse than Arva's misses. Oof. Hash, Minty's in decline. The mighty Manly Seagulls 10, defeat the Sydney Roosters 46. (laughs) I'm glad you're here, Nathan, that's the most important thing. Uh, The Roosters 46, uh, hat trick to Elliot, hat trick to Tupou. Uh, Guerra and, and Lou with tries 7 of 8 conversions from lining. Uh Manly tries to Jamie Lyons and Tommy Simons and uh, Jamie Lyons kicked one and uh, Cherry Evans had a turn I think when Jamie Lyons was off with an injury and he Jamie missed Jamie Lyon mate Jamie Lyon was off with an Give injury
1: you people that say Jamie Lyons and even you've said it what the fuck is wrong
0: I was mush, mushing words together like Jamie Lyons like <laughs> off with an injury <laughs> So, um, Chinese yeah, your way. Yeah, I was Chinese in my way into that, that recap. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't call two episodes Chinese your way.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> I thought the Roosters
1: were clinical. Um, they play, again, much like the Broncos, they played uh, what was in front of them. For me, I think the emotion, the pressure, in, in a pretty fucking tiring season for them, um, <laughs> you know, physically with with the injuries they've had, but also the off-field stuff takes its toll, even on mainly, you know, that it just showed that there was a lot to it um, and, and the stuff that was happening at board level and with Tuvi, if it was a media, if it was all coming from the media, they bunker down and, and they probably storm into the eight and, and they're looking very much unstoppable, you know. This... This game was probably the clearest indication and, and much like the the Penrith game Which we'll get to It was the clearest indication of, of the toll that the season's Fucking taken on Manly <laughs> um, It it has been a fucking rough one um, They've had You know, a huge injury toll um, The foreign stuff, the DCE Stuff, the fucking uh, The TV, the board It's, that's a lot to Overcome and then and try and put 80 minute performances together for, for 26 weeks it's it's a tough gig, but um, you know here we are in round 26. When Manly, you know, it wasn't all that long ago they were last.
0: They're getting a spoon for sure.
1: Yeah, according and to many. I don't know what the many stats poor are, of the game. But you, would you say, and, and this isn't trolling by any stretch, but would you say that Manly have spent more weeks at in last than any of the other teams, and they're still in round 26? Although it, uh, some well, things have to fall their way. Who
0: was They, was they can last? still make the eight. Who was last in the very early stages? Was it Sharks, maybe? That was, that was, like, Sharks were last for a couple of weeks. Manly must have been last or close to it from, like, rounds six or seven through to about 14?
1: 14,
0: 15, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, we could always Newcastle at,
1: spent a fair bit of time there when they lost all those games.
0: After that, Newcastle, yeah. yeah, I mean, when Manly got up there, it would have been Newcastle and Tigers briefly touched there, Titans briefly touched there. That's... They'd be the only teams this season that have actually touched there, though. Like, maybe Sharks at start and then merely for a while. Astounding that... Yeah. The fact that they're still in contention. It's ridiculous.
1: And and you're going to say it's more of a formality than anything. I'm going to say it's a fucking long shot. But the, the, the fact is that it can happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it can definitely fucking happen.
1: <laughs> and uh, the people that are running their mouths need to be careful because I know you as well as anyone. Yeah, and
0: I, The thing... Just, just, know, just,
1: look... If you know what you're going to cop and you put yourself out there, and you know that it's going to come and, yeah. you, and you're prepared for it, exactly, then fucking by all means, these people that are just like, yeah, there's no way he's got any comeback on yeah. me. I'm just going to kick this motherfucker. Exactly. Oh man.
0: Because right, the fact the fact of the matter is, I I've got, know what you're doing. Fact of the matter is, we will we last for fucking half the season. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. The fact that it's even a possibility at this stage is just unfucking believable. But, I mean, let's talk about the game of hand. P oh, he- I I'll just... Pete Hart, fucking go. bitch forwards. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to dive in. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. Um, I just want to make mention of Jackson Hastings.
0: Um, better than Pierce For their mix of their club at this at this stage. <sighs> For their current mix that they have. He, Pierce. They,
1: he's come in. They haven't missed a beat. And no, they got better. The Pierce. I think they're better with that. Pierce him. being out is going to make Jackson Hastings a fucking future millionaire, is what it's going to do. Because... Yeah.
0: But if, he's, if the he longer, get, he's out. If he doesn't
1: stay at the Roosters and get Pierce's spot, you know, in however many years. Pierce isn't
0: fucking. He's still got a bunch of years left in him. Yeah, you? many, many years. I mean, he was or like the youngest guy. Football he was the youngest done. guy to hit 200 games. Yep. So he's got a long fucking time to go. Well, he was 17 when he played, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah. It was just this season when he got his 200th game. Yeah. So, so like, not that long ago. He's. So Jackson, he's got a long. Jackson
1: Hastings got a fucking some big contracts ahead of him.
0: Look, I want to make a bold statement here. I think that East should be the favourites for the, for the Premiership this year. Provided Pierce doesn't come back. I'm <laughs> not, even fu- not even fucking trying. I think, also, I think they fucked up letting Maloney go. Sure, he's got his issues in, in defense, but I think that he's the best half they've got. And I think Hastings complements him perfectly, mm. where Pierce does not. And I think that they can go all the way with the current mix that they've got at the moment, add add letters to that as well. I mean, although they probably didn't fucking miss his penalties. Um but yeah, I think,
1: well, I think Maloney is him and Foran, probably, uh, you know the old school five eight, you know they they can hit a hole, they can put blokes through, you know, like a cliffy lines. They can put blokes through fucking holes all fucking day long. Yeah, Maloney especially.
0: Maloney. So I was gonna say Maloney's I think he's much more skillful than foreign? Yeah, Foreign's tougher. Mm, he when he wants to guy. be, and defends better when he wants to. But, like, I think Maloney's more skillful. Yeah, I think the ball Maloney's a fantastic
1: player, and I'd have him in my Plus side. Plus, he can
0: kick like a fucking laser, too.
1: Exactly. I would have him in my side, and I would, you know, I would cop the missed tackles.
0: People, like, Broncos copped it for an entire career of Darren Lockyer. <laughs> I'm not even fucking trolling. To the point where they fucking... Hobbled their their defensive line By assigning a minder to him You know In Mm. in, you know Mostly Tony Carroll So
1: So yeah I'm done I just wanted to make A special mention of Jackson Hastings Because fuck I'm impressed with that kid
0: Yep Yep No I agree He's good He's good I think he's better than Pierce And I think that You know The day's going to come When there'll be You know Salary decisions to be made At the Roosters Because let's face it They've got a lot of Fucking expensive talent on The The Roosters don't make Salary decisions (laughs) Well no it's true They don't the fact that they were clearing the you know, they're like, Yeah, we'll get if Jared Hain fucking falls over, we'll, we'll get him in. I mean, yeah. come on, you know. Ridiculous. But um yeah, if the day came when they did have to make a salary decision, Pierce may find that he's the one that's fucking on the block. So, um and I'm manly. Fucking pea hearted forwards without any fucking desire to go forward. Willie Mason, I mean, I think that guy still tries and he's and he's got it in him. Um fucking Hodges is a fucking horrible hooker this season he did some good things towards the end of last season but then what at the end of last season i maintained if we had ballon in that last game we would have won to get through to the semi-final um the one they narrowly lost to the bulldogs but um hodges throws these fucking balloon passes from fucking dummy half and when you've got like a strong fucking forward pack that you're up against that extra fucking second that they get to fucking get to the ball runner is gold like, it just fucking shuts it down. It's like you give you, the, you get the feeling that they're fucking offside the whole game, but they're not. It's just because he's throwing these fucking lollipops.
1: Let me give you arc- my experience as an under-8s coach, Nathan. And I think this really <laughs> relates to what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you, it helps when you have a kid that is quite skillful and can throw a fucking quick ball um, from first receiver.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I'm not saying this just because he's my son. Yeah. He's also one of the smallest kids on the fucking field. What doesn't help <laughs> is when one of the smallest kids on the fucking field is getting those sort of balloon passes. <laughs> Gets that on cream. And the referee's not enforcing the rule that the defensive line can't move until the first receiver touches the ball.
0: So they're already sprinting off at of that stage, yeah.
1: Fuck me. Paul little has gotta put some quick foot- <laughs> he's, got, he's got to put some footwork on <laughs> and fire out of, you know, try and get him back deeper and he's trying to yell at him and fucking fire these laser <laughs> balls after you know some Polynesian young Polynesian gentleman is about to poleaxe him. It just it makes such a fucking difference when you can see that the level of service that that halves get from really good dummy uh, halves. Exactly. And there's more to being a, a good dummy half than being you know, there's a lot to being a good dummy half. You've got to be the fittest guy on the field. You have to have the best pass in the fucking team.
0: Uh-huh. Both that, directions. That
1: is a n- not negotiable. Yep. Yep. Your entire, pl- all your play, comes from that guy. Mm-hmm. Every play. Yep. Pretty well. Yep. What ninety percent of it. Yep. If he's got a fucking dud pass. 90% of your plays aren't going Why, to be how,
0: optimum efficiency. And the funny thing is, this fucking guy has been dominating New South Wales Cup. How fucking poor is that competition if that sort of shit can, can be abided?
1: I think you get guys like him that are, are, are nippy, out like yeah. quick, and can get that first quick couple of steps so they're ahead, and boom, they're, they're pumping off. In the NRL, no. you, you can't yeah. compensate for deficiencies in your game by overcompensating with, with other yeah. areas, you know. Yeah. You, you've got to be, if you're quick, that's great. You've still got to have a fucking good pass. Yeah. You've still got to be able to defend in the middle. You still have to be, have a level of fitness that, that yeah. and I think is able he, to think I think his defense
0: and I think his defence is okay, although he is like a round-the-legs kind of guy, which is punished in today's game. But also, I think that 80-minute NRL, I think he did get tired towards the end of the game as well. Uh, th- you know, I, I, he's been named for this week, but honestly, they need to fucking say, look, foreign you get in there, dummy half. You know, Felitti, you get in there at 5'8". Fucking, you know, do it that way. Get some decent fucking ball out of there because otherwise... It just makes such a fucking difference. Oh, and it made such a difference against a fucking decent side like the Roosters, you know. Um,
1: Well, the Roosters get... Their line speed is is as good as anyone else in the NRL anyway. Yeah. So you've got got that to deal with and then you're getting a shit ball from half. It gets. Sherry Evans is a fantastic player. Yep. I don't give a fuck if it's Jesus Christ in the number seven jersey. It's it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'm and I'm not going to put no, too much shit on um, on Hiku and and Tafua this week because at the end of the day,
1: you've been doing it all
0: season. Those well, yeah, been doing all season, but they it wasn't like they were fucking. It wasn't like Hiku was doing his usual thing where he was chained to the center third of the field. It was but it was just the fact that the forwards were so fucked that you know that the other guys had to compress to kind of you know take care of them, and then when it was spread, then you know the, I found found wanting on the edges I mean that's not their fault I mean there's, there's that many numbers to spare when your forwards aren't doing their fucking job and I mean I would hope that they'd do their job like Starling I mean no wonder he's on the list of potatoes to get fucking sacked because my god that cunt's fucking useless and he's got shithouse hands just fucking hopeless cunt get the fuck out of my face Um, I'd love to fucking keep Willie for another year it's, it's not going to happen from what I'm from what I'm hearing but you know I feel bad for that dude because I mean he's actually one that's put in all year um, but yeah the rest of them, go fuck yourselves uh, crazy six to see Willie
1: Mason at the Tigers. I'm so fucking filthy that it didn't happen a few years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: when they were looking at him.
0: So it's probably possible.
1: It happened a couple of times when folks were year. strength and conditioning case They were looking at him and, and folks knocked it on the head.
0: Oh, because of attitude problems when you're dealing with him over mm. the dogs. It was a personality clash, probably. Yeah. cruzy zero six. Let's just say it was a hash penultimate display. Hash pentastic performance. Uh, at Highway Jeez feels good to be on the right side of one of these scorelines at Brookie for once hash represent must be that little thing uh, Voodoo Rock team clearly didn't rate 2V haven't given a toss in the last two weeks fucking true that Jake underscore Chook Manley's undefeated premiership run remains alive <laughs> the Cronulla Southern Sharks 35 defeated the Parramatta Eels 28 at the Pillow Fortress uh, look at your winning record cunts um, just under 12,000 people in attendance and uh, the Sharkies 35 came from a double Defecchi, Latelli, Lewis Bakuya, and Ennis also with tries uh, Gordon 4 of 6 conversions a penalty goal and Holmes with a field goal and where are we the Eels tries to Morgan semi, Alvaro Robinson, de DeGoyce 4 of 5 goals to Luke Kelly
1: I think Michael Ennis is a real X-factor for the finals for the Sharkies. Um, it, it does pain, pain me to say it. He's having a hell of a season. Um, there was plenty of people, including myself, that thought he was well and truly done and dusted um, and was probably looking to collect the last one last paycheck at the Sharks before fading off into obscurity. Um, well, with the exception of his media career, I guess. But he's, he's taken him to another level. He's provided mm. fucking more crash ball try assists than any player in the fucking game this season, and his leadership. He scored a you know a try to ice the game. His work out of dummy half just really fucking makes up for the fact that you've got fucking
0: Jeff Robson there. And Jeff Robson, he's a lucky charm, mate. They can't win without him.
1: <laughs> if the Sharks make the grand final, yeah, and they're not playing against Manly, yeah. They're playing against any other any of the other teams in
0: contention.
1: Yeah, a little soft spot.
0: Fuck no. Okay. Oh, it depends. If they are playing like you know the Broncos, Cowboys, Dogs, Storm? Yeah, any, fuck any yeah. Any
1: of the other teams in contention, pretty well. Yeah.
0: No, no. If they're playing, if they're playing like uh, if they're playing the Roosters, I wouldn't back them.
1: You'd rather see the Roosters win over the Sharks. Fuck an no. oath. Oh, for the Super League.
0: Fuck Super League for life. Yeah, G right. right. never ends. Motherfucker, cool. they can suck a dick. If they didn't want to fucking be G then they shouldn't have gone to Super League. Wow. Simple as that. Fucking never forget. Never.
1: I uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that, but I will say that if the Sharkies make the grand final, there's yeah. a little part of me that, that wouldn't mind seeing them get up.
0: That little part would be your penis.
1: Well, not that little. <laughs> not that little part. I think uh, Cronulla might just shake the stigma that surrounds that entire club and their, and their entire fan base uh, and have some success if Valentine Holmes is a one club man he, that kid's got a fucking massive future and I don't want to talk about Jackson Hastings being a future millionaire that kid he's he's going to be something he else. has a
0: potential to sign a massive contract that the Sharks may not be able to financially fulfil <laughs> 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 look
1: at the end of the day, he's going to sign a piece of paper with a big number on it. That's my point.
0: <laughs> he's going to believe he's going actually, to be a millionaire.
1: Whether he actually ends up with that money in his bank account, it remains to be seen. I thought this was a really, really solid game. Um, it was highly competitive. Both sides really put in. And, and it was pretty tough through the forwards. And Parra gave a good account of themselves. Uh, and I, I think come a final's time, um, we're only a week out now, and Cronulla will really appreciate that hit out. Um, good workout for their forwards But power threw a fair bit at them um, On the edges uh, Which, you know, they're going to cop a fair bit of that With some of the sides that they're going to have to meet In the finals if they're going to um, Make any headway there So, uh, nice little prep for the finals For the Sharkies and, and
0: a good solid win Shutter 86 Jeez, it must be awkward eating a bag of dicks When you've got a semi <laughs> Ah, Ben, so Parra may not have have deserved to win, but we deserve better than this finish. Tough viewing. Oh, fucking crimey river. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Did you sit there and take your medicine for 80 minutes?
0: (laughs) Exactly. You fucking chose to support Parramatta at some stage in your life. Fucking reap the whirlwind. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs 20 defeat the Newcastle Knights 18 at Hunter. 23,604 in attendance For Old Boys Day And the Knights did bring it Like they tend to do On Old Boys Day Doggies 20 came from tries To Rona Lafay Cook Pritchard Uh, What have we got Tim Lafay With a conversion And by one of two The Knights 18 came from tries To Tarek Sims Kirk Gidley Nathan Ross And uh, one conversion To Gidley And two to Tyron Roberts
1: Something to be said For Old Boys Day And something to be said For giving an old boy The coaching gig (laughs) If the Knights (laughs) Recent performances Are anything to go by very, very competitive in this game, and, uh,
0: uh, you know. An Uate fucking mistake, or it was actually, was it Ross that hogged at that time, and should have passed it to, the, yeah. to someone trailing in? Look,
1: yeah, Uate had a couple. Yeah. Had a couple of horrible, I mean, the one right at the end, probably, you, you, well, you'd you want to say it wasn't going to really have an effect on the game. It was, you know, the siren had gone, et cetera, but. One chance. And it takes, yeah. one play, takes one play, but. Yeah. The one prior to that, Jesus fucking Christ, that was a horrible drop. <laughs> Just, they had it. he's look, he's had a spectacular fall from grace, Iwate. Like he's he's still you know he's a big fast guy, strong yeah. guy. He's, and the team, he's the team's declined a lot, players, but
0: so he's kind of like become less noticeable, like amongst the the rubble that the whole mm. team is. But yeah, he's uh, it's. It, Look, we may have to consider renaming him. The Uate Funeral. The party's over, mate. I don't (laughs) The Uate Wake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The U Aftermath. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about Nathan Ross? That motherfucker's El Presidente of the Nathan Ross fan club. Imagine how worn out the mirrors in that cunt's house are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Looking great today, Nathan I think so too, Nathan <laughs> Love your work, Nathan Love you too, buddy um, Pass it to me, Nathan <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ He, I mean, his mirror, mirrors in his house may be worn out But they're a good place to have a look at himself After one of his numerous hideous fuck-ups Because he has some monumental cock-ups in his game Yeah um, Does some good things, some spectacular stuff too Don't yep. get me wrong but, Jay to try, um, Sorry?
0: Jay to try he yeah. did. Yeah.
1: Cooked another.
0: <laughs> Cooked a <to> win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As it turned
1: out. Damien Cook, stand-in hooker for Michael Leesha. Oh. He might just murder Michael Leesha's career before he has a chance to get back.
0: I was fucking having this conversation with someone and disagreeing with me. Because the dogs don't owe Michael Leesha anything. He's yeah. only like just just jumped over. Like, exactly. you know. he's, he's like,
1: only just come on board. They probably signed him to a fair bit of coin. That, he could be in England next season.
0: Well, I don't know about going that far, but I mean, there's... there's, there's, there's but I will go so far Let's as... say he doesn't
1: come back, Damien Cook fucking goes on a run through the finals and calves.
0: Yeah, there, well, well, what you would say for next year then would be that there will be competition for that position. That's, that's what you would get. There will be competition for the position. But that competition would Runners only be able Lisha to sustain itself. Jake
1: Mammo. Yeah, it, it, standard, it would only go for like a year, a though. That
0: competition would only go for a year because, I mean, they can't afford to, to house, sure. house the upgraded contract of Cook mm. and then, like, a, you know, presumably a decent-sized contract for, for Leisha. Mm. So, yeah, then one of them would have to move on. And, you know, if Lee, if if Cook's the one that's still doing it in first grade.
1: Uh, a lot's been made, and, and rightfully so, about Jake Mammo's speed. Yeah. Some mangy fucking hooker from reserve grade <laughs> with a half... He can't even grow a moustache properly. <laughs> Looks up and says, Jake Mamo, fuck you. Turns on the afterburners, outruns him, stands him up like a bitch. It was brilliant. Loved it. Solid win for the dogs. Um, Lucky you Pritchard, Pritchard going to be out um, for long? Uh, yes. He'd have some prize. fuck. Yeah. I honestly He just did, has to I've... breathe on someone now, isn't yeah. he up for fucking twelve <laughs> weeks? Um so that you know, that that'll be something you're gonna have to deal with, but I just feel like the dogs are building nicely. Clemmer come finals time, he'll lift. Um James Graham going about his business. I think they're getting a bit more out of Cassiano than what I expected them to at the moment. Yeah. Um
0: He's always Cassiano, I don't know, fucking like up until this game yeah. I think he was three men of the matches in a row. Yeah. He's I
1: he's, mean he's always on a
0: knife. Edge
1: when you yeah. have got a man that size on biscuit ankles, he's he's got the ankles of a shunter and the body of a chapo.
0: Yeah.
1: Like that those things don't go well. They don't together. mix.
0: They don't mix. It's a volatile combination.
1: Very, very much so. But um yeah, the, the the Bulldogs are definitely a force to be reckoned with. And there's not there's not enough people making noise about it, they're just Doing that fucking Des Hasler thing of just going about their business, going under the radar, and then all of a sudden they show up in a grand final and no one wants them there.
0: And um, and James Graham loses it again. Yeah. <laughs> Another grand final. This point crooked finger of <laughs> to lose his uh 100th grand final. I believe he's coming up on Paul Mac underscore 78. Manu Vatavai is the ultimate rocks or diamonds player, but Jake Mammo is the ultimate rocks and diamonds player. <laughs> Shana 86. Uate parte dropping pills like it's Wixie's heyday in 2009. Hash allegedly. Hash why am I so thirsty? That's experience talking there, son. GT351 underscore Johns. Disappointing after last week's effort, but I'll take the two and a spot in the finals. Let's go, Bulldogs. Let's go. Now time for more booze. Mitch the Geo, For sale. One former international winger. Good condition. Requires a new set of hands. Willing to trade for a potato. For like Just one money. potato. <laughs> uh, DMC Briz. Never said I'm not magnanimous. Gents, there's room on the dog's bandwagon for September. Thanks, anyway. Not, thanks, anyway, but not necessary, mate. Melbourne Storm 14 defeated North Queensland Cowboys 6 at Amy Park, in front of a crowd of just over 15,000 on Saturday night. The Storm had tries to Bromwich and Chambers. Cameron Smith, two conversions and a penalty goal. The Cowboys, late try to Felt, converted by Jonathan Thurston.
1: Pretty poor conditions in this this one, and we got the game we were expecting. It was pretty tight. Um... Tight forward and, and through the forwards. There was, there was a lot of hard stuff there in the middle. I thought Cameron Smith, as you'd expect, um, got control of the ruck. And, and despite Granville's best efforts for the Cowboys, that, that was the key to victory for the Storm. I, I, I think he really... It was a good battle. And I, I don't think uh, Granville was, was disgraced by any stretch. But just Smith's experience and skill. Uh, got the forwards just running really nice angles... Um, made the most of the quick play of the balls when they presented themselves and and just controlled the game from the ruck in, in any conditions that is exactly what was required. Uh, late consolation for the Cowboys to, to get them on the board, but make no mistake, this was a shutout in every sense. And Melbourne, I guess they'd have to finish fifth or sixth to get a home final, wouldn't they? Yes. That's how it works? Yes. Um, tough gig for anyone to come down there and you know to finish 8th yep. you know if it's the Dragons
0: to finish 8th and then or manly yeah oh, we beat them down there this year no problem we beat them <laughs> twice we beat them twice this year and one of them was at Amy so like there you go. it's a fucking optimal matchup, know. as far as I'm concerned because the storm the thing is the storm, ticket to week two and because the, 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 the storm have got these they got these fucking great performances in them but then they got the ones where they get done by 20 sure like so they're not the consistent storm that we're used to so yeah no, I'd, I'd welcome that matchup. They yeah, are fucking bitches. Um DMC Briz, uh, good to see Thurston continue to press mortal claim with another premiership less season. <laughs> right finance. Cowboys aren't a threat, peaked mid season. I agree, one hundred percent. Obviously, you know, Morgan's a you know it's a big loss for them, you know, huge loss. But um yeah. It was either that or conspiracy He was gonna catch him in the end anyway.
1: Lock and Coot. Fuck I've been impressed with his footy this year.
0: Yeah, he's, he, I feel like he's gone off the boil a little bit. I mean, he was—he there was a time there where he was just fucking golden. Oh, not, not unstoppable, you know. Like he I, I just, just
1: think he's—he's <laughs> he's doing a lot of fantastic things for him. Um, you know, and some of it's subtle stuff, but just so important. It's, he's back. I, I think he's back to the the level that he was at at Penrith when he was at his best there before his injuries.
0: West Tigers 50, defeat the New Zealand Warriors 16 at Campbelltown in front of a crowd of fucking 6,711 ungrateful fucking cunts. Uh, Tigers 50, I'm sorry I didn't want to steal your thunder there, but I'm sure I just paraphrased. Uh, tries Farah, Paddy Richards, Luke Brooks, Dean Hallitow, Simona, Kevin DeGama with the fucking worst haircut I've ever seen in my life. Like Which f- one? The
1: fucking
0: the one, one in the game or the one today? No, no, the one today, fixed the one on, on the weekend. Cause he, showed, he looked like a fucking mushroom. He looked like one of those Mario mushrooms, <laughs> the power-ups in yeah, Mario. Possibly, like, right on that hair. Fuck it, looked st- it's stupid.
1: It's the thing of beauty.
0: He looked like he was wearing a chef's hat. <laughs> Except it was all fucking made out of black hair. Uh, Nofelin with double Cooked and Martin with
1: fucking rugby league goodness, they didn't. He?
0: <laughs> yeah, not really. He got, he got a try, but I mean, I think he's fairly useless overall. Uh, Paddy Richard. I'm going to stop eight.
1: you right there, Nathan. If you're going to say stupid fucking things like that, I am going to have to punch you in the face and knock half your teeth
0: out. I just remember when Manly flogged you, and it was mostly his fault down down that side. Just, I'm just saying. Paddy Richards seven of eight conversions. Keefe Galloway, they gave him a fucking touchline conversion. Poor Cummins on not hiding nothing; he didn't come close. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, it like, I think he kicked, it, he kicked it from about the probably well, probably about the 30 metre line yep. of the touch line probably ended up in front of the outside upright on the 20 metre <laughs> line and sort of hooked away and <laughs> sliced was, back it was pretty poor uh, Warrior 16 tries to very uh, double to Allwood and Lollahaya two or three conversions
1: this was the rugby league equivalent of kicking a three-legged Chihuahua puppy um, the Warriors quit on their season weeks ago and yeah, you know, having said all that it was actually nice to see the boys win um giving everything that was going on in and around the club, the Farah situation, etc. Uh, for them to actually play a bit of football and, and look like they were enjoying themselves out there was a welcome change. Um, it was it was some slick attack in, in a, you know, nothing more than a, a, a training run, really. But you, as I said earlier, you've got to wonder where that application has been most of the year. And, uh, you know, you can... If you can play to the coach's game plan to the nth degree, and it's not a particularly great game plan, you can still make your effort plays, and 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 I think that's there's there's been some of that missing um, for large parts this season, which is disappointing. Um, just on Campbelltown, and it, it's a place that's very close to my heart. I spent a large part of my formative years at Campbelltown Stadium, and and in and around Campbelltown, having grown up there. <laughs> Um, and, and I really wish that the Tigers were a much bigger part of the community and, and a lot of that responsibility has to be taken by the Tigers but they do actually make attempts and efforts to engage with the community um, and, and have a real presence there and I'm not going to get into the debates as far as the juniors and the local clubs and, and how they're represented there but if if you want an NRL team to represent that area and and you've got you know under 7000 people rocking up to a game and we've had a we've had a bludger of a season there's no doubt about it but 7000 people to a you know the pinnacle <laughs> the pinnacle rugby league competition in the world and you get less than 7000 people to a game yeah in in a in a heartland area yeah. of the sport yeah you've got to have a long hard look at at, at the 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 viability of that moving forward, and 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 the saddest part is that a, I'm not going to say that a huge percentage, but there was a percentage of that of that crowd that were magpies tragic that that are death riding the club.
0: Yep. They want to see that shit. They love it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. They want to see the club die, so take their numbers out, and it looks even worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. You know, if they can't get it right and they can't get the community engaged to a level where you're getting solid crowds in a suburban ground, then they need to flick Campbelltown completely.
0: Well, so you want to talk about the game itself then? What you have to say on the well, game? Look, look, The Warriors, the Warriors, <laughs> absolute cripples. Ever since fucking Manly took out Johnson, they it's it's funny though because look, I, under, I I can imagine that their their attack would suffer and there'd be less points in them. They scored sixteen points, but it's. Sean Johnson isn't standing out behind the defensive line, marshalling the troops and telling everyone who their man is and, He's really and where, where there's a need. He's not that fucking guy. So for their defence to absolutely capitulate, not this, just this game, last week was the same scoreline, the weeks before haven't been fucking kind to of them either. They must have conceded in the vicinity of 300 points over the last oh, six games.
1: I want to say the Warriors are out of shape. You look at Charlie Gubb, you look at Lola here. um fuck, who was the, the winger on the on the left? I can't remember his name. And there was about half a dozen players that are carrying far too much pud
0: Yeah, for but
1: 20, 25 weeks into the season.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they fucking, you know, when they had Sean Johnson there, it didn't really matter. They were I on the roll. They, like, they were looking like fucking specials for top yeah, four. Yeah, you look
1: at the videos that have come out in the last day or so, they've quit on their season and it's disappointing because... You know they were right in the mix there.
0: Yeah, they but were, if you were if you were in the mix, you, you'd still fucking go and watch genuine. If he was doing a concert down the road, there's nothing to say that he was fucking. There's nothing to say that I was fucking getting drunk or fucking you know. I
1: don't know. Fucking it's not pingers a good or look. It's not a good look. Two days before a game. Yeah. Would you go and watch genuine?
0: Well, like he only has that fucking pony song, in my opinion. So why would you know? Why would you pay money for one song? Watch the video clip and remember what it was like in the nineties. I mean, fucking yeah, that, that was like twenty years ago too. That one song.
1: I remember uh, just cranking that out at, in the club, just getting my moves on. That's fucking I disgusting. With, I was a hit with the ladies.
0: Disgusting mental picture. But yeah, I mean, I mean
1: imagine it was... was really like ladies, but... Look, Tigers, the...
0: Tigers, I, like, I love the way they beat up on these cripples. I'm hoping for an exact replica, perhaps even more damaging next of the, the this coming week. And uh, I know you got it in, your boys. Finish on a big, big high for Robbie. John, 17. If you beat a team that's been in Bali for two months, did it ever really happen? <laughs> Hash, we gave up when Sean's bones did. Hash, 2016 premiers. Yeah, there's still a fucking weakness in coaching and mental toughness in that club. That, you know, I'm not sure that, you know, too vast a check checking that are going to cover. Real Jedi. Well, it appears the Pies players have had a weight lifted off their shoulders since punting Wobby. Much happier group. Hash TID. Ar pops Sh- 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 Is G enjoying this, or does it just piss you off even more knowing they can play like this? Hash Tigers in decline, just not today. That's
1: why I've been pissed off all season, because I know they can play like that.
0: Yeah, you just need play teams, that, you know, if 15 other teams... Lost their, their, their will to live and, and chief playmaker, you guys would be undefeated premiers. The biggest tiger, gods of rugby league, looked down upon Seatown and said, Robbie Farrow will score a try, and there was much rejoicing. That's the Farrow years. The Gold Coast Titans, 28. <laughs> Did the right thing and defeated the St George Laura Dragons twenty six up at Seabus. They calling it a twelve and a half thousand now. I, 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 I had twelve and a half people, Nathan. Twelve. I had the. I counted all the people in the Eastern Grandstand. And I can't remember what the figure was, but it was, it was fucking like eight
1: hundred and fifty or it was something.
0: A couple of, yeah, it wasn't that many. There's no way there was twelve thousand people there, especially because they had almost the entire sections at the ends cut off too. They just had those little corner pieces open. Um anyway, the Titans twenty eight came from Tries at Parsi. Um, a double to Dave Taylor, critical double. David Mead with a double, LG four or five conversions, uh, Dragons twenty six came from Tries to Rain, Whitup, Cooper and Benji himself, four or four conversions and a penalty goal for Whitput.
1: A case to be made for ref's fault in this game But the Dragons are supposedly a finals Bound side, they really should have disposed Of the Titans uh, Relatively easily I would have thought, could have expected A tough battle up front uh, for, you know, For 10 or 15 minutes but after that I would have expected Benji and Widop, um And Dugan to, to Take control of the game and, and Steer the Dragons home but it wasn't to be And they, they couldn't quite get it together and the Titans Kept coming and, and were willing The whole day and and, and come away with a pretty tidy victory,
0: I have to say. And this is the same. This is the same ridiculous performance from the Titans, where they had no respect for the ball, and no respect for possession, and no respect for defence. But instead of punishing them when they when when they dropped it, or you know whatever, there was one time they got punished with that intercept. But otherwise, the Dragons just didn't didn't punish them enough, and as a result, the game stayed close enough.
1: I think if if the Dragons do make the eight. <laughs> A focused Benji and a fired up Benji
0: can't do shit without Witop.
1: Eh. He might he might even be enough to to get them some way towards a victory in week one, but they're gonna have to get more out of their forwards to go any further, and they're gonna have to really stand up and and be counted. I'm not convinced that they have that in them.
0: Last time when they played with just just Benji, when they had the Bellin. Well, was it, oh no, did develop and play with Widdop or was it? Widdop, yeah, Benji yeah. didn't play in that game. So actually they're a good player and they got fucking pantsed. And, <laughs> yeah. Look, the Dragons have only beaten terrible sides like like Knights, Tigers. Warriors. Warriors. Since like the first half of the season. They had a massive losing streak, about seven games or so in between. They're not a very good team. Damn. They're absol- absolutely counter- They haven't
1: the fucking Tigers, mate. And
0: they beat the Tigers? Who was the other God. team they beat? <sighs>
1: You just said three terrible t- teams and, and said the Tigers. It was automatically like default
0: just, <laughs> jerk. But you know, one of those shit, one of those shitty teams. You know, they're so they're the same ballpark. Um, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that like, they, they don't deserve to make the finals, and they, they'll be cannon fodder when they do. I, I, just, I can't believe you ever talked about Dave Taylor. He's played. That was the I fucking.
1: Not that, that was
0: the greatest game of his career. He was in everything, <laughs> terrorizing them. I can't believe that LG... I mean, there must have just been experience on his half, but he should have fucking given him the ball. He should have given him crash balls fucking five or six All more day. times, and they would, have, they would have really done manly assault and really knocked him for and against off the Dragons because Taylor was unstoppable, and then he pulls out the cheeky try from dummy half. Just plants the ball over. He gets the white line fever, as he's been known to do. Boom, puts it over. He had some mistakes in his game too, some spectacular... But then he had that... Who was it that was coming down the other end and he fucking rock-bottomed him like,
1: like he was... belted him and then did a hamstring oh, <laughs> getting up.
0: Just tremendous. Like, that game encapsulated his entire career, Absolutely. the best and the worst, but far more of the best than we've seen since he used to play alongside Carmichael Hunt. Like, just... Big guy, done done amazing. Um, <laughs> and just to think that that, that fucking Fat touchy could assist Manly... <laughs> I couldn't believe I was so invested in this fucking game obviously because the stakes were high (laughs) personally for me and so I mean I've never cheered Dave Taylor on in my life (laughs) 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 you're a fickle fickle man I am but I mean fucking lines on me big boy you deserve them you fucking earned the shit out of them at Angry Stink watching Titans vs Dragons with Survivor by Destiny's Child in the background seems appropriate manly the true hash team of Destiny
1: I'm gonna make it
0: it's Matthew. I'm
1: not gonna stop.
0: <laughs> we actually won a fucking game. Too bad that cunts couldn't do it more regularly. <laughs> That's an ungrateful fan. I think at the stage of the season, if you're winning games, shit fan. Take him. It's like winning on a, it's ending the season on a happier note. Uh, at Hammers. In a shit season, the team of dysentery rises off the sticky cellar floor <laughs> and on the glory asterisk. G Campbell underscore 88. Wonder where all the people telling Nate that Manly have no chance at the finals have gone. Somehow it's still possible. Don't I know it. One more week of fun speculation. (laughs) And then it's business, serious business of finals, Woody. Uh, At Troy underscore 79. Great win, Titans. Eat a dick, Dugan, you cunting cunt.
1: See, that's better insult. When the Dragons played the Broncos, there's an old old mate from about three rows behind us. Yeah. Not a particularly huge Josh Dugan fan. Be yelling out every time Dugan did something or didn't Mm. make a break when he touched the ball. Be like, suck a fart, Dugan. Oh,
0: really commit to it mate yeah. or if that's the best you've yeah. got just fucking end it just, just, end yourself just, just be quiet yeah no, just be it. quiet yeah
1: suck a fart Dugan suck, that's not entertaining mate no you know what's entertaining me at the footy that's entertaining watch and learn bitch
0: you should yeah. say nothing you should keep it to yourself let people enjoy the game so I'm some fucking idiot got off Lang Park's fucking full on too Shut up, mate. Fuck me dude Never forget that time at the Shut Origin Shut up Nathan Fucking game two of Origin Probably 2001 Maybe It was either 2000 or 2001 Probably more likely 2001 There was a bunch of people from overseas Who'd never seen a game of rugby league before Irish mate And he's just like just He's just yelling out random shit Because like, he doesn't even know what's going on He's like Fucking kick the cons <laughs>
1: Didn't to play against Super on the weekend, <laughs> did
0: he? <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking woman in front of us fucking just like the boganest bogan you ever seen in your life and she just fucking turns around and she goes Stop fucking swearing those fucking kids around That's awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't even I don't think she would even understand the fucking word or irony. Canberra Raiders thirty four to feed the Penrith Panthers eighteen. GIO crowd of was that fucking better or worse than the tie exam? Let me just check. It's a ballpark. Let me just fucking check the figures. Ooh, 6 seven, 11 plays 6-7-17. Seven, so they <laughs> had six more people through the gates down there in Canberra. And uh, the six Raiders... Penrith nerds made the track. Yeah, Canberra's 34 came from tries to Williams, Croker, Kennedy, Fenson, Baptiste, and Wunger. Five or six conversions to uh, old teary eyes. Uh, Penrith Panthers, 18, came from tries to Siguiaro, Lewis Brown, and William Smith. And uh, well we've got a conversion from uh, Sowie and a two from two for Coruscant.
1: Blake Austin back to form in a nothing game against a struggling side. Typical. He had some uh, had some rough games there in in recent times when uh, the Raiders were still a chance to make the eight. I'm, I'm a bit concerned he might be a flat track bully.
0: No, yeah, yeah, no. No. The
1: games were on the line. The games were there to be taken. Don't don't uh, say
0: that about... You know, they
1: had to beat teams like the Tigers. He couldn't get it done. He had his worst game of the season against the Tigers. Yeah. There's a case to be made. I've had some rough losses, but this was the game where Penrith had clearly given up. (laughs) Can't blame them, really. It's been a fucking long, hard season. After the
0: the fucking raps we gave them, though, like... They're, you know, they've got the injuries and everything, but they're fucking, like, they're, they're trying. They're yeah. competing real hard. Absolutely.
1: You know. they, they, they didn't compete hard in no. this
0: game.
1: <laughs> it was fucking poor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I think they're going to be a fantastic side, Penrith.
0: Yeah, um, one year, if they get the fucking biscuits out.
1: Yeah, they, they do have some um, biscuit problems. they um,
0: When were they great, though? Like, was it 2010 or 11? Which was the year, though? Was it, it was...
1: Someone took the biscuits from the cook cookie jar and put them into the fucking bones of the of the players running out onto the field. Yeah. Um oh, just my only comment on the 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 Whiten tackle tackle on Sourwood. Um clearly contact with the head, fucking no doubt about it.
0: Penalty one hundred percent of the penalty
1: time. on report.
0: Um A mild charge of, you know, head high tackle charge, like nothing, you know. I'm not talking about serious grading. Give him a one. Careless. He's
1: never... You know, but... Fuck me dead. It's only that Whiten isn't as big as Inglis, but it wasn't that far off Inglis on Dean Young.
0: Oh, that was a fucking different story altogether, I reckon. Absolutely fucking obliterated.
1: Yeah, but you have to to take into account... He
0: almost killed that fucking dude.
1: Well, you have to take into account the size of Greg Inglis. Yeah. The power that... Yeah, but besides I mean, the size of Dean Young Jack as well. I mean,
0: yeah, we're talking about little guys.
1: Killed someone, didn't kill someone, still got paid. Exactly. Um, my only comment is that by saying there was no contact with the head and clearly seeing Jamie Soud was fucking... had been annihilated.
0: Yeah, guess what? You don't get knocked out with this <laughs> without some contact.
1: The referee was essentially saying that it was perfectly feasible to assume that Jamie Soud was knocked out cold by a hard tackle. Yep. It's... Jamie Soud's soft tag is, is played against him even even with the officials. Yep. yep. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Jamie Soud. He's He's been hit in a in a hard legal tackle and has knocked him in. Hit out. him
0: that hard around the hips and you fucking be out. <laughs> I just,
1: I think that's a pretty sad indictment on people's opinion on Jamie Soward. If Mick Crocker can get knocked out by a football <laughs> to the
0: jaw, <laughs> then fucking Jamie Soud can get knocked out by a fucking non-head contact tackle. Just, it's just fucking physics, bitch. <laughs> I just think
1: it was... Oh, I suspect they've looked at the victim and went, oh, it's Jamie. <laughs> <God.">
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely should have been a penalty. I think it's ridiculous anyone who said it shouldn't be a penalty. The flip side is you had the people go, oh, baying for a send-off. I mean, fucking come on. In this day and age, it's very, very difficult to get sent off. If there had to be a swinging arm involved, I'd be inclined to think you'd have a better chance of it. would have
1: had to have been two vicious headbutts in a scrum to get a send-off. It's the only thing you get that, that gets you sent off these days. Yeah. The vicious, fucking heinous crimes against humanity. Head bunny in a scrum
0: yeah, But it looks like The Panthers have given up And they're going to be uh, Rolling into a uh, a palooza Who
1: weekend? would have thought You know that who
0: who might, It's a shame that They didn't
1: Henry win through a shot of getting the spoon.
0: It's a shame That they didn't win This game Because it would have Set up seven teams All in the same amount Of points that's so a fucking real super spoon loser weekend of action where, you know, like a couple of teams were safer than others thanks to four and against, but no one's truly safe unless you got that two points, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But um unfortunately we've you know that's blown and down there's only about three teams that can get it. Uh well
1: can the tiger Tigers could probably finish somewhere around eleventh, couldn't they? If they beat the Dragons by a decent score.
0: Hopefully. I hope you guys finish tenth. I hope you get I hope you you add a hundred to your four and against. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking wonderful? <laughs>
1: When, yeah, look, like, we'd have to res- rely on a few results, but yeah, I can imagine that.
0: Yep. Yeah. After, uh,
1: after everything that's been said and done, if we finished 11th.
0: Close competition this year, man. Uh, Solzy04, the cat in the hat got jacked, hash pay the man. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO, my season highlight was Jack the Ripper sitting the cat in the hat on his ass, Jack the Ripper. hash pew pew spew. I don't think he sat him on his ass. I mean, he clearly ironed him out with an illegal tackle. Come on. Broke Uh, his face. Yeah, Warriors suck balls. Uh, Sent this to Canberra. Said, stop celebrating tries in this game. You aren't in the postseason. Instead of Bali, go to Broken Hill. Reviews for the final week of the uh, 2015 NRL Telstra Premiership. Blah blah blah. Uh, Thursday night football. The Brisbane Broncos take on the Melbourne Storm. Difficult round this one because you just don't know who's going to get sat down, and things like yeah. that. And I think if you're tipping Ben Hunt or, rested, yeah, if you're in tipping comps. I would be tipping this shit on a game-by-game game basis and I'd be waiting until you see the final team sheets rock out for these games because you just don't fucking know. Especially when some results go certain ways. I think players will sit depending on results before them. I think that gonna coming up as a real danger game for dogs to sit down because if it becomes a meaningless game for them, then they might trot out their Reggies against the Warriors. Yeah. You know? Um, but we've got the Broncos and storm first on Thursday night. This one already. Um, ben Hunt sitting down for um, young Ash Taylor. Uh... It's funny now he can get his now he can get his first grade debut for the Broncos and the Titans can't claim that. Um, <laughs> so that's Wayne, a bit of trolling from uh, from the master coach himself.
1: I think uh, I think Brisbane will still win. I uh, think so. Finish the season on a high and uh, Melbourne solid win last week. They haven't been all that convincing in recent weeks and uh, I think the Broncos will still be up after uh, after their last performance. And um,
0: Want to give things themselves things. a shot at the minor premiership? Yeah, I think. I, I think so, they've
1: got plenty to play for, and I, I think they'll perform well.
0: Sydney Roosters take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Allianz, Friday night football grudge match. Yeah, She's on it's the other a foot fucking now.
1: Fucking interesting game to have in <coughs> round 26.
0: Roosters, top of their game. It's funny, though, they always play in the last couple of rounds, don't they? Mm. Remember, um, for the minor premiership stuff last year or the year before, they had the.
1: Because they were playing the, round one, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, so. Look, I think the Roosters are at the top of their game at the moment. Yeah, South oh, are absolute oh, shambles. Are
1: off. But if anything's going to get the best out of South, it'll be this game. So I think you need to tread a little bit carefully before you start jumping on the Roosters. No
0: English, no fucking chance. Alex Johnson, no the fullback. Yeah. The Roosters are going to win by fucking 26 points minimum. Um, you make
1: it. a valid point. No, no English. I think South... I think they will lift for the game. They'll be a whole lot better than they we were last week, and I don't think they'll get blown out. But um,
0: they'll lift until they can't. First twenty minutes, okay. If the Roosters is blown away in that first twenty minutes, here comes a cricket score. But I think the lifting. I don't, I South don't think beat. it'll
1: be a cricket score. But I think the Roosters will, will, will get a
0: hard fought victory. Yeah, I can't stress for hard how I can't express I stress hard enough. How fucking little I rate South's chances of winning the competition from this point. Mm. I'd think they're fucking done. Uh, Penrith Panthers. Speaking of done, Spoonapalooza, Palooza live from the muddy puddle on 3 p.m. Saturday. Penrith Panthers take on the Newcastle Knights. Last time we get to see the cheerleaders, and um, that's, that's a sad. And it's good to see him. In the, it's good to see him in the marquee games though, like Spooner Palooza.
1: Yeah, getting the exposure they deserve. <laughs> Who would have thought? Not the exposure the, they get from sex yeah, pests.
0: Yeah. The exposure that sex pests conjure up in their fucking little pea sized brains. Now, the Knights, what month were they? April premiers? Versus you know, the Panthers, you know, this five year plan. It's going to have to be a 10 year plan the way the biscuits going. But fuck. The Knights are actually playing okay. They've dug themselves out of the spoon over the last couple of weeks and almost put themselves clear with that game last week. Their form recently has been good. It appears to me that the Panthers have pretty much given up. They've got another injury this week, wasn't it? Like a kidney laceration or something to Bryce Cartwright. So he's what fucking he named. Gone. I thought he was in hospital. He had a kidney laceration or some shit and he's Jesus out. So Christ. maybe this has happened today and the teams were named on Tuesday oh, afternoon. Okay, yep. But I just checked that. Um but I think he's out. Yeah, so yeah, it soured. Sour play based on concussion protocols after last week. Yeah. Shouldn't happen. He was fucking knocked out cold. So look I just think that oh yeah this is you know they I think might they, win. they might lift it home for the Spooner but I think that the Knights have just gone better at the moment sure. and unfortunately Penny you're going to get Spoon. Wow. Who would have fucking imagined it's that shit?
1: Unfathomable.
0: Yeah. So we move on to Saturday afternoon St George Illinois Dragons versus West Tigers the second most critical game of the weekend. This one. Look potentially We're out for this game, potentially the season. Well, this game is the season for the Dragons, I presume.
1: I'm I'm a little bit torn, Nathan. (laughs) Quite frankly, the Dragons have a number of lippy fans that do like to kick me. Um, But mainly do have a huge amount of lippy fans that also like to kick me. (laughs) Um, And I'd have to say that the Dragons um, have a lesser amount of lippy fans they like to kick me, um, although quite vocal. And for that reason, I think I'm going to uh, tip the West Tigers to beat the Dragons, very, very convincingly. If the
0: Tigers can beat the Dragons, oh no, very convincingly, the open the door. You will be the second most popular fucking this weekend league host with Manly fans if they fucking win. Believe me.
1: I'd like to think I'm, I'm
0: already that. <laughs> <laughs> But but what I mean is... Because if I'm not,
1: who the fuck has taken my place?
0: (laughs) Well, presumably one of the co-hosts that they never kick. Right. Because they don't remember who they are. Okay. But you, they love to kick. They do. But I think that there might be a moratorium... In fact, I'm going to call for a moratorium or 2015 kicking of Glenn yeah. from Manly fans. No, with it. If Tigers the Tigers win. could do a job.
1: No, with it. Benji has to take it all upon himself. He'll try too hard because it's the Tigers. Any other team, the Dragons will probably win. Benji will try, overplay his hand because it's the Tigers and he wants to try and prove a point because that's how his ego rolls. West Tigers will capitalize on that and, uh, and run away with a victory somewhere
0: in the vicinity of 40 points. And, with, and the beautiful thing is with for and against, you know, it's the offense and the defense. And like I'm not saying the t- the Tigers have got great defence, but when you take their fucking one stellar weapon and creative person that they have in their side out in Widdup, who has been you know carrying the structure of the side, you know sure. Benj- Benji's going to be throwing intercepts and shit over the sidelines and giving kicks out on the
1: full. Yeah,
0: I, I think that <laughs> look, I I believe that the Tigers would would always win this game. I wasn't sure if they could win it like it massively convincingly like like I'd like them to. But with Witt about, I think the, the door is open now. The Tigers can do a job. Fucking end the season on a fantastic note for the fans. You know, the Tigers fans will be like, great, we fucking won a game by 63 points. That's incredible. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then, oh, fucking why not win by 100? So then no way if Manly only lose by a certain amount, then they,
2: <laughs> still, <laughs> then they still go through <laughs>
0: Takes all the pressure off um, Teddy, four tries I can get around him North Queensland Cowboys Take on the Gold Coast Titans 1,300 Teeth Stadium Saturday night 7.30 game Look I think the Cowboys are shot But they're not that shot
1: Yeah I don't think there's any way The Cowboys lose this game Especially at home
0: Titans played their grand final last week Yeah um, Yeah, could Dave Taylor replicate His, his form? No, no, he can't No, he can't No, because he's never done it ever <laughs> Never, Never back to back ever uh, so I'd like to think that the Cowboys are going to win this game, but you know what? I'm very curious to see how the game goes because I don't think the Cowboys have got a lot left, and um, maybe they can get themselves back on track or get some confidence by really, really flogging the shit out of the Titans. But the Titans have still got that, you know, they got that danger, you know, around the spoon too. They've uh, done really well lately. They won themselves some games that I didn't think they were going to win to get themselves out of that position. But they're one of the teams in the danger zone, so they do have something to play for as well. It's not going to be enough though. Parramatta Eels take on the Canberra Raiders at the Pillow Fortress. This one. Really fucking hard. I mean, Parramatta have lifted of late. They uh, played pretty well against the Sharkies. Canberra.
1: Canberra backing up on Monday did, Night Football is yeah. the only thing that makes me want to tip the Eels. And
0: how do you rate that performance against Penrith? Tell I me. Mean, Penrith, was—it was, they were almost like the Warriors in that they didn't really have any resistance or anything like that. So, look, I think the Eels are going to do it. I hate to say it, but I think the Eels are going to do it. Yep, yeah, I agree. Oh, uh, Cronulla Sutherland, Sharks take on the mighty Manly Seagulls at the tip Sunday afternoon. Father's Day, it's my day, Destiny Day, D Day. I'd PM. like to
1: see the Tigers win by forty, and then the Sharks win by one.
0: Well, no, because we got the differential's like sixty, so you got to win by sixty, and then the Sharks win by one. Something like that, right? No, I don't. I don't want Manly to play final football. It's not very nice.
1: I'm not a very nice person.
0: So, Manly, they're going to know what to do. If the if the Titans can do their fucking... The Tigers can do their job, I mean, let's, let's be honest. It's not a short
1: they thing. They haven't done a job all season.
0: If they can do their job, Manly will know the exact tonal they need to. I know that Cherry Evans and Brett Stewart have they've had the media media comments this week already. They know that, you know, if, they, if the doors open... It's only going to be open if they can fucking pile on points. So I can imagine there's going to be a lot of creative shit going on, and uh, hopefully some spectacular rugby league, the likes we saw to flog the Broncos and so on and so on. Um, at the end of the day, you've got to remember, fucking the Seagulls, got to remember, Cronulla—they've won fucking nothing. These cubs don't want it. We fucking do. Just look at your fucking teammates. See the desire. Look to people like you know Steve Matai, fucking Jamie Lyon. People have been there before. They've fucking done it before fire up and use the power of fucking you know, players past like Ben Kennedy on fucking Manly Grace that had that fucking toughness Anthony Watmore Glenn Stewart except for them don't look at them <laughs> because they're fucking King. broken An- Jason, Jason King fucking tremendous Brent Kite look at the fucking true guys <laughs> Adam, and Cuthbertson. Fucking, Adam Cuthbertson fucking Felini Mateo pops them off son you're going to have runners everyone's going to be ball hawking because they all want to score tries everyone wants to get that try that puts them over the floor and against fucking level and people say it can't be done. People. Congratulations. I put it
1: quotes. Congratulations, Cronulla Suttle and Sharks, on your victory.
0: People say it can't be fucking done, but you know what else used to, people used to say, Glenn? They used to say the earth was flat. Do you know what else people used to say? Do you know what else I used to say, Glenn?
1: Please enlighten me, Nathan.
0: They used to, people used to say, you can't win a grand final 40-0. They used to say that sort of shit. But this fucking team, this team has proven that anything is possible. They proved put fucking it. Kevin Garnett in; he'll fucking show you that shit.
1: Manly <laughs> proved that the world was flat. I, I don't get. I don't know. I, I don't get what you're trying. To, I don't get your point. I don't really see where you're coming from.
0: Manly are going to win by. My prediction is Manly are going to win by exactly the amount of points they need to on their way to the undefeated premiership. They're going to make fucking history, Glenn. They're going to make history. They're going to change the fucking world of Rugby League.
1: And all of that makes me want the Dragons to uh, to beat the Tigers.
0: You're the ultimate shit fan of your own side. I can't believe you.
1: (laughs) All of that makes me want to see Cronulla absolutely belt the living daylights out of Manly and win by 30.
0: Ain't going to happen. Next game. you, You know what? I don't even worry about this game because destiny is taking care of us to this point. And destiny is going to see the Dragons get flogged. It's going to see Manly do whatever, exactly what they have to do, probably in the last minute. And we move on (laughs) to Sunday evening. Of course, last round, we don't have Monday Night Footbitch. It's unfair to the team that plays it, of course. On this occasion, Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the New Zealand Warriors at ANZ. Well, this is the um, one that you really want to look at. Extra training (laughs) run. Yeah, I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is you're going to see how all these games play out. Doggies are going to realise that there's going to be no net gain for them in, um, in position on the table, win or lose. And so what's going to happen is Desi is going to fucking rest all of these motherfuckers. Maybe not all of them, but I think there's definitely guys there that could use a rest, like your Cassianos and so on. Mm-hmm. And I think you rest those guys and uh, give them a bit of a freshen up and then trot out some, uh, some Reggies and you know what? They'll still probably fucking do the job on the Warriors because the Warriors are goddamn hopeless. But yeah, I'd expect to see a very different side out there than what's named. And, you know, maybe that maybe the fucking Warriors can jaggle in if it's a really super regified side.
1: Sure, oh, yeah. but, um, I'm until prepared. I see what the what yeah. the dogs trot out, I'd have to tip uh, tip the dogs to win this one. Yeah,
0: dogs pending until further notice. That is full time for episode 204. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash forward This Week in Hit the like button, share the post, all that good shit. Help us spread the word. No reviews this week on iTunes. So uh, seriously, we haven't done it before. I know we've had the ratings go up. We've crossed 300 on the total ratings. So uh, if you haven't done so, give us a give us a rating, give us a review, and we'll read it out on the show. And it helps us, uh, you know, keep our ranking and stuff like that on iTunes. So it's great. Tipping the two horse race is still a sorry the three horse race is still a three horse race David Kingston top 121 B second 121 just differential there Matthew Bell has gone to 120 and then we go back we've got uh, Goodnight CJ on 118 still potentially can get there given we've got the last round of action then we go back further. Ben Diggity, Chris Blackwell on 116. Mario Seegs 115. NZ Tiger, Mickerson, Scott Beebe on 114. Fantasy, the Wendells. They're going to win that one. Um, top China Draggers, Rick Grimes, Bitch, One Trick Pony, Bobbers, Warhorse, Poolcues, Seagull Assassins, Prestige Worldwide, and NZ Underscore Magpie 54 round that one out. Good luck to everybody who is in their uh, uh, super coach. Grand finals this week and, uh, Or Tard Cups As the case may be um, I'm a couple of Tard Cups Didn't go very well This year in fantasy It was terrible actually uh, Trent Slats tweeted And said I made the grand final For the bottom half Of the third Tour Nation Supercoach League I'm going to put that On my resume It's not going to get you far though dude And the pick the ladder club The uh, the good McIntyre Jesse Number one Continues on from uh, He came up uh, One place uh, From second last week um uh, Mup's moved into second, then we got uh Campo 37, Maddie score 78, CJ07, Mad Dog, he's uh moved up into the top ten. Um what have we got here? EastFan dropped to eighth, uh Devonhead's still in the mix and um yeah fucking I've just dropped like a fucking stone. Unbelievable. And finally, yeah, the eat, sleep, hunt, Milf, repeat shirts. I want to get those fuckers on the go. So, with that in mind, Broncos fans, I want you to swarm around these motherfuckers and uh, grab them while you can, because... You're I not going to get another opportunity. I did say I was going to be like, yeah, if they're not fucking done by this weekend, I'm going to, you know... But I'm kind of heartened by the fact that, you know, they had a bit of a run on the weekend. So I'm hoping that we can get the rest of the run off. I mean, at the end of the day, the Broncos want to talk about how many fans they get to the ground and all this sort of shit. At the end of the day, you're not as bad as Tigers fans yet. Far worse than Manly fans, though. But, uh, look, you know, if we get too many more weeks do this to be a fucking TMB situation again we're to have to wait fucking ever to make them so move it and the prints don't forget to get the print if you want to get on the print we want to do this shit we are not getting a whole extras of those ones okay so we're going to do the amount that we've got to do so if you want one get on because uh, it'll be more expensive if you miss the the actual boat when we um you know get a good bulk rate that's it that's all we've got time for I can't believe I fucking made it through the episode I actually don't feel too bad at this it did well. I feel better than I did when we started so that's good <sighs> And, uh, I saw you pep up during that manly prediction yeah
1: you really you got the sparkle in your eye and the
0: <laughs>
1: lead in your pencil so to speak fucking destiny take the Could wheel got a spoon here for you <laughs>
0: yeah don't need a spoon but ladle <laughs> that's for the Panthers <laughs> <laughs> I presumably best of luck to all compa- all combatants in the TARD in the not going to say TARD Cup I meant Spoon and Palooza and uh it's terrible for any side to get the spoon, but better you than us.
1: <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu.
0: Talk to you next week. <laughs> This week in league, Todd Greenberg shows he finally has the minerals by slapping his pet with a 20k fine.
1: Jason Taylor suffers from a mineral deficiency as Robbie tries to force him to eat these minerals.
0: Paul Gowan becomes the latest victim of shitty fucking parenting minerals. And we preview. <coughs>